The following announcement has been paid for by the Mike World Order Podcast, hosted by Mike Cook. It's Wednesday. You know what time it is. What's happening, everyone? Welcome to a new episode of the Mike World Order Live. We will be on Spotify, Apple, all major podcasts later this week after this episode. However, I want to take the moment to formally apologize for my performance on last night's FRM podcast. I was not at my best. I will admit that. The reason being was because I'm in the world of pain. I've been in the world of pain for like the past month now with these sciatica problems. It's one of those things you can't really get rid of. But lately, it's been kind of worse than usual. It's one of those things where it's like growing pains. I, I have to deal with it. But other than that, you will see me back on next week's Front Row Material. Moving forward, tonight's episode. So tonight's episode, you know, once again, I'm opening the forbidden door in terms of open season, open invitation. If you got a talent, if you got a business, if you got any type of trade that you want to mention on the show, I'm giving you free advertisement. I'm not having to charge you to you know, get your shit out there. Any talent you got, bring it. Doesn't matter. I don't care how stupid it is. I don't care how dumb it is. I got noticed based off of free advertising from Mike Freeman. I say it all the time. Without him, Mike World Order wouldn't blow up to what it is now. So, tonight's guest. I've known tonight's guest for a good while now. I'd say over a year, just about. One, two years, maybe. I think two years. But I met her through her brothers. But we're not going to talk about them tonight. I'm putting her on the spotlight. Because when you're on the show as a guest, you get hyped every time. I will hype you. I will put you over more than any person would ever have in their life. And when that happens, no one else can really top that. So from what I've heard about her, it was about a few hundred years ago, okay? ancestries in the Philippines. They all kept going, battling each other for the talents of who is the queen of sweets. And she's been the recent one who's gotten the name based off of it, her talent, her style. Trust me, I know firsthand. And I'm not that big of a sweets guy. And she makes it to where it's the right type of sweetness. It's not the type to where you feel guilty and it's not the type to where it's like, that's too much. It's just the right amount to where when you get one, one leads to two, two leads to three, three leads to four. Next thing you know, I turn around, I got a big back door. Facts. So coming onto the show in her first appearance ever, on Mike World Order. Hopefully we can bring her back for more just to promote whatever she got going on if she does anything special or special occasions. Give it up for my buddy, my sister as I like to refer to her as, the one and only, the king, the queen of sweets. Because if New Japan's the king of sports, she's the queen of sweets. 
Give it up for the legend of Master Chibs. Welcome to Mike World Order. Hi, Mike. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. <laughs> so, how's everything been going on your end, you know? Good, keeping busy. I do have some orders coming up and everything. Looks like I have a wedding underway and then some people are ordering some treats for the July 4th weekend. So I'm excited about that. Oh, 4th of July, okay, okay. Art is my tattoo, made a shout out to Tibbs. Yes, hi Hyun, how are you? See, I'm gonna go with the whole Master Chibs thing. Cause once I, you know, when I hyped up the episode, I said Master Chibs. The first thing two people were thinking, uh, is she a wrestler? Or, <laughs> you know, what is she? So then that's when I used the backstory of ancestries years ago in the Philippines. Like, that's funny. <laughs> hey, it puts more respect behind your name. True. You're exactly. right. You know. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I don't know how to introduce myself other than, you know, my name's Abel. I go by Master Chibs. I own a business, Chibs LLC. I make sweet treats. But as far as like any big cakes, we'll have to talk about that. But I do like to focus on small things, including macarons, chocolate chip, oh, sugar cookies. I started experimenting during the pandemic. I actually made little sugar sugar cookie kits for kids to be occupied. I mean adults too if that's what they're, they're they're into it came with uh 12 cookies three packets of sprinkles and three different colors of icing so they could decorate it however they wanted and it did keep kids busy which was nice i had orders coming in and then i started doing watercolor cookies so that you could actually paint on the cookie itself hmm. well at least i know who to reach out to if i want a mike world order cookie Oh, actually, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Definitely work on that. I know, right? Make it happen, Captain. So, <laughs> you know, a, a lot of people, and it's up to you, you know, you, you mentioned your name, but other than my story that I mentioned, uh, where did the name Chibs come from? Chibs actually came from my family, my cousins especially. Being the oldest girl on my mom's side, Achi is used as a form of respect. So Achi, Abel, as you can see from the back, it's on a license plate. Uh, my parents used to support it back in California. It's where I was born. So it pretty much was really long to say. So if they ever had to call me, they were like, Achi, Abel, Achi, Abel, Achi, Abel. And then it went from Achi, Abel, to Chabel, to Chabes, to Chibs. So it just kind of started getting shorter and shorter and it stuck. So anybody that's ever met me over time just started calling me Chibs. I mean, it makes sense, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does make sense. <laughs> you know, one thing you'll notice throughout the show, there'll be random fun facts out of comedic reasons just to, you know, make the show even more fun. Because I tell people, even though Mike World Order, it's based off of a wrestling logo, it is wrestling related. We probably talk about wrestling 20% of the time on the show. So you'll you'll notice once in a while as we're chatting, you'll see like tidbits pop up, 
Yeah, that's that's just how we do it here. It's it, it doesn't oh, feel works. like. Oh, I mean, hey, I mean, you're a black belt in sugar cookie making. I look, I can't. I'm not working. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like you mastered the art. I mean, I like to think that you know, I'm still, I'm still working on my craft. I mean, there's so much out there, and that's why I realize like how much like macarons were and the time and the effort that people put behind them like it's not an easy task so it's just kind of like i can appreciate those little things and i definitely want to try other desserts like it seems like mochi <clears throat> excuse me it might be like the next thing that i actually try and then maybe i could even make my own like ice cream to put in between or something you know just all of those little things that you like think of and dream of, you're just like, I, I can do it. I can make it happen. Hey, look, you have my full support. If you need a taste tester, I got you, man. Like anytime you need a request from, from fried rice or whatever you want to cook, you know, hey, fair trade. I will cook whatever dish you need me to make just so I can be the taste tester. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Yeah. So between um, like even the... The treats that I make, I started making creme brulee. I even made it into a macaron, as you know, and tried oh, yeah. last Friday at my brother's show. And then <clears throat> there's also my flan. I do make a Filipino flan. Um, it definitely is different than the other flans that I've ever had, considering my husband's Peruvian. So his family's flan is a little different from mine, but I do like the thickness of my flan and art is my tattoo can definitely attest to the flan that I make. Um, and of course the creme brulee is actually my brother and his wife's favorite. So they can attest to that. <laughs> and then we have Shinobi who does like the creme brulee macarons as well. Oh yeah, I did too. Like, I mean, it was just, and yes, the video is still out there of me eating the, the macaroons, but it was so good. I'm not even a macaroon person, not gonna lie. I hate macaroons. But when I tried yours that night, I was like, holy shit. Like, what is this? Like, everything was just like on point. Cause I'm picky. I mean, it happens. I feel like everybody has their own, you know, taste buds what they they like to have like a lot of people aren't big on sweets which i can completely understand i actually have a son that doesn't like sweets very much but he crushes any types of cookies that i make including the macarons because as far as like macaroons i haven't actually made like the coconut ones that people have had they, they like sometimes dip in chocolate but i am willing to make those if there's like you know a want for them uh but as far as like macarons, that's something that I make almost every weekend. Look, you said that there was a one here. I raised my hand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, look. And and honestly, I'm I'm a I'm a freestyle something to you. Because uh, believe it or not, I'm gonna tell you what really made me like fall in love with the baked goods. So growing up. Mom always loved to bake. There'd be times where I would come home from school with my friends, you know, growing up down the street, 
as soon as she knew that we were coming home from the bus stop, she would already have like cookies made and we would be standing outside just talking before we go in to do homework and all that. You know, every birthday she would make like a pineapple upside down cake because it was my favorite. So when eating the creme brulee macaroon and then eating the sugar cookie, it already like put two and two together to where it felt like I was back home with mom's baking. So, you know, that to me, that's that's probably why I was so much in love with it, other than the probably the beer and the whiskey I had. But just when I ate that, it just felt like, you know what I mean? It just, it, it's one of those things when you eat something, you, you picture it, you know, the first thing that comes to mind. So, yeah, I just wanted to personally say thanks for that because uh, it, it really did, you know, catch my attention. You're welcome. I mean, I think that's always nice to be able to reminisce about something and it bring you to a good place. I mean, you know, it's oh, it very nice oh, to hear. <laughs> it was just so amazing. I mean, I saw it in your face for sure when you took a bite. So I can definitely <laughs> appreciate that firsthand because more times than not when I make orders, I mean, sure, people take pictures, but they don't really take pictures of themselves, like take, like you know, taking their first bite or anything. Oh, um, no. I do get to enjoy watching my kids, <clears throat> any friends that come by and try out the treats. Um, Art is my tattoo. Uh, she actually did some photographs for me, including that Cumberland picture uh, that you actually posted. She actually captured the essence of a lot of the sweets that I make. Um, she even did like a falling picture of my macaron. So I can definitely appreciate um, everybody's help throughout this journey, um, including you, of course, putting me on to, you know, promote my business and whatever else. So thank you. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's 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 what we're, we're here for. You know, family looks out for one another. And like I said, within the couple of years that, you know, I've gotten to know your brothers, gotten to know mom, gotten to know you. You know, last week got me no pops. You know, I I consider you guys my family as well because it's just me up here. All my family's in South Carolina. So, you know, when it comes to your brothers, anytime they say, hey, Mike, can you promote this on your show? You know, or, hey, Mike, what do you, you know, are you able to do this? Yeah, sure. You know, family always looks out for one another. Thank you. I did so. see that you were actually rocking out to some music as well. Um, for SNRG, so I thought that was that was cool. Oh yeah, always on the pre-show. Um, when I promote on Instagram, whenever I got it uh, streaming on Facebook too, I always use the same song because the mix intro. I always like to say, if you want to pair, have like a uh, how do they call it uh, a walking soundtrack, which we're gonna get to you on that segment. If there's a song that best describes like getting ready in the morning, that song is always playing. Yeah. Because it gives me that confident boost. And being a belt collector, one of the verses where it says, if I remember correctly, suddenly I am the shit, baby. You know what it is trying to rob my championship. I'm a belt collector, so it's like, okay, you're trying to rob my championships. So it's it's always that confidence when getting ready. Lately, I ain't been playing it because I've been in the world of pain getting ready each morning. 
Got it. I'm sorry to hear that. I can't even imagine. I mean, especially after having three kids, like I know that sciatica is actually something that a lot of women deal with as well. Um, so I think I was very lucky to not have to worry about it. So unfortunately, I don't know what you are going through, but it must be rough. Mm. So pretty much what I'm going through right now is um, it's not even in my, I'm not even getting the back pain. The pain is like in my hip and then it shoots down to my knee all the way down to my foot mm -hmm. or even walking up the stairs. It's, it's kind of hard. You know, it's, it's painful, but by the time I go into work and I start like, I get into work mode, there's no pain. I'm good. I'm going. That's the crazy part. Mm -hmm. It's time to clock out and take that drive back down Woodbridge. I'm hurting. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, because more times than not, work just kind of just takes you away from everything else. Could focus on what you're doing. But then oh, yeah. as soon as you're just kind of like settled in, trying to get to where you need to be, that's when the pain happens. Actually, you know what? I did experience it. Um, I had gotten in a car accident, but I was able to actually rehab it. So I haven't experienced it since. So I think I'm very lucky. And see, that's how mine got started from a car wreck. Yeah. And ever since then, it's even after rehabbing, it's just one of those things. It is what it is. And I try my best to rehab it and move it and stretch it. And there's, there's some days where I'm a-okay. And then there's some days where I'm not, <laughs> yeah. but people would never know. I, I don't let it show. It's true. Especially after hanging out with you on Friday and everything, you're definitely a very positive like out there person. So I could, I can't imagine you being in any type of pain. You don't show anything. Oh, I was hurting. I was hurting Friday. That's why if you notice, I stayed in one spot. Um, and because I'm one of those type of people, I don't like to stay down. Like literally I went to work six in the morning, work till 10, you know, and then helped out your brother with some errands. And then afterwards, I went to my regular job and closed. I didn't get no sleep. And then afterwards, I did the live stream of the private sessions. Anything that happened after 11 p.m., I blacked out. I don't remember. I don't remember. But I did the show. I watched the, the playback. And I did, I did fine. Good. But uh, yeah, I was, my body, I've never went through my body's never went through something like that seems like you're always up moving and out and about shinobi you are very positive i really appreciate all your energy shinobi is awesome shinobi if you're out there listening <laughs> i'm so glad i met you i can tell just by our conversations i got a friend for life <laughs> totally you know she is, I'm telling you, Shinobi is like, just her energy is like, you know, super hype. I need more Shinobi in my life. We need to get Shinobi on the show. I keep talking about doing a, a ladies night episode where instead of the regular uh, crew doing the, uh, the panel, when we do like the questions and all that, mm -hmm. I want to where, you know, it's just a group of ladies, don't care if it's friends. Um, because a lot of women give me a hard time saying, how come I don't bring women on the show? 
I don't know. I ask. I mean, but lately, the past few episodes, it's been none but women as guests. Really? Yeah. Nice. I think I, I think you're like the fourth one. Nice. That's awesome. You know. Yeah, women so, are a good, are good audience. A good, like we definitely bring a lot to the table. And that's the funny part because when it, when I did this open invitation, right? For like your own business and all that, mm-hmm. that's pretty much all my women guests that uh, will come in with their with their businesses. No guy yet has reached out and say, "Hey, let me get on." If it's at the point where if I got to reach out to you and then all of a sudden you flake, then it's like, you know, never mind. But usually the women they're like, "Yeah, I'd love to be on the show." Well, I have to pay you to mention anything. No, free advertising. That's awesome. I mean, there's nothing like free advertising. Word of mouth seems to be the biggest way to get your business out there in the first place. So, (laughs) or as much. So, my girl, I'm gonna go ahead and freestyle it now. Then, Um, said, let me know because I'm gonna watch. So July is going to be the first ever Great American Bash series by Mike World Order. Um, I know none of you ladies are wrestling fans. I get it. Because Great American Bash is based off of the wrestling show from the 80s, 90s, and so on. Um, But the theme is there's going to be a different theme each week. So if you ladies... Want to do a ladies' night episode? We will make that a theme in the month of July for Mike World Order's Great American Bash. It'll be females? Females on the panel. Ah. If you're down, hey, if Shinobi's down. Art is my tattoo. Art is my tattoo. You know, any, look, any lady who's out there listening, if you want in in July... Reach out. We will bring you on. Free advertising. (laughs) What the heck does LFG mean? Oh, let me know. I just did let you guys know. July. I just said July. (laughs) July. July. July 7th is book. We got Wednesday, July 7th book. The first oh, Wednesday LFG. July. Let's fucking go. Sorry, can I say that? Yes, you can. So oh, okay. one thing about so one thing about Mike World Order, it's uncensored. It's unscripted. So yes, we, we drop a lot of F-bombs. We we see a lot of outlandish stuff, you know. <laughs> Yes, let's fucking go. Let's. Oh my goodness. I, I, mean, I definitely didn't even catch that myself until I actually looked at it and I was just kind of staring at it for a little bit. And I was like, that's. If I know her, I know what she's saying. Well, we'll we can definitely do that. We'll, we'll do it the way we got, you know, we'll get you ladies on. We can get some more added on. I don't care if it's a three, four, or five women panel. Because the most I can do is like six on StreamYard. Doesn't matter. I think it would. I think it would be a very really fun episode. For sure. Why not? So, yeah. 
I told you. I told you. The moment you was going to come on this show, one of two things were going to happen. You were going to either come back for another episode or you're going to end up starting your own podcast. <laughs> oh, I don't know about starting my own podcast. I, I can I can appear on yours. Social media is not my thing. So you bringing me on and me accepting is a very rare occurrence. I was on my brother's like Instagram live at one point, but I think they had a problem like hearing me, unfortunately. But it's because they had a lot of other people um, in there as well. So I think my voice kind of drowned out and I'm not a very loud person. I'm pretty soft-spoken, um, but it's only because I can hear myself. If I couldn't hear myself, I'm sure I'd be screaming at the top of my lungs for people to hear me. Well, look, if it makes you feel better, we use high-definition receivers to where even with your soft tone, they will still hear you at full quality. Awesome. So that's, that's the best part about it, you know? <laughs> and for someone who's not big on being like social media while on here, you're, you're working pretty naturally at this, you know? You're so nice. Because <laughs> when no, I like, hear myself, I'm just like, uh, what do I say now? What's going on? But yeah, no, I mean, as far as like promoting my business, I love what I do. I love, I love everything about baking because I've been doing it since I was seven. I started off at my aunt's house and it was just because they'd pick us up and then try to figure out what to do with us. And they would like take us to the park. They would, you know, have us just like hang out with our cousins. But then like one day they were just like, hey, let's bake. Let's make some cakes, cookies. I was all for it. And almost every gift that I usually get from family and friends has been to contribute to my baking collection. So I can definitely appreciate that everybody's kind of like helped me out along the way. Sure, I've broken a few mixers. Um, I feel like I almost can't get enough of the teaspoon tablespoon sets because I'm constantly making all types of things that need like a teaspoon and then I just chuck it in the uh, in the sink once I'm done with it thinking that I'm not going to need it again. <laughs> but of course, you always have to be prepared, right? Oh, of course. I'm the same way when I cook. Um, for some reason, based off of this past weekend, I felt like there was a resurgence in wanting to cook again and take photos of my cooking. And I saw everyone has been blowing up my phone. I saw. I was like, wait, like he's making food. <laughs> oh, do, yeah. I have to, do I have to get an order in now? Hey, I tell hey, that was my hustle during the pandemic. Like really? I would go to I would go to like barber shop and I would go to like places like that and say, Hey, I make these fried rice dinners, you know, ten dollars. We'll probably get the most you would get compared to the Chinese restaurants. And they're like, uh, are you sure? I was like, Yeah. I said, guaranteed, your first order. You'll call me within the next day. So I ended up making like just regular shrimp fried rice with chicken. Brought it. I didn't, by the time I got back to the apartment, because literally the barbershop was up the road from my apartment. By the time I drove back, they already hit me up. Nice. That's it's like, up. what you doing tomorrow? So, yeah. It's, it's, Whatever it's, works. It's That's awesome. 
It's always it good to surround your people, like you know yourself with people that like to do that. I mean, life got to hustle. You know what I mean? Got to do what you got to do. Exactly. Um, so this is the part where it really gets fun on the show. We're, we're gonna put you. We're gonna put you in the hot seat, Master Chips. The hot seat. The hot seat. I like yeah, the sound of that. Hey, this is what we call. This is this is when it goes from fun to really fun to fucking madness, maybe. Oh yeah, come on, you're a fun person. Look, Shinobi, art is my tattoo. Everyone else that's watching live, this is where we pick the brain that is the master of Master Chips, since everyone thought you were a pro wrestler or a martial artist. From all of that. Yeah, but at least the backstory I gave made it kind of uh, accurate. Yeah, I get yeah, it turned into a whole gimmick like 300 years ago, deep in the Manila, Philippines. Warriors used to fight just to find out who was the queen of the sweets. And years later, the tradition continued. Like, you couldn't tell me that wouldn't sound hype. I mean, that's awesome considering, I mean, in even our province, apparently. In the Philippines, Pampanga is known for having some great cooks. So I can only hope that, you know, baking is amongst that as well. Masara. <laughs> so we're going to go with our first question on tonight's segment. You ready? Yes. <laughs> Hold up. Hold up. I got to, I should be a voice actor. <laughs> Do you know the Muffin Man? <laughs> Do I know the Muffin Man? Is that the first question? That, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and here we go. Question number one. As soon as it loads up, Shabumia. Favorite dish and why? My favorite dish. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get a lot of heat for this because not a lot of people like it. But uh, it's actually the Naguan. Yeah. Um, I don't have it often. Um, it's also called Tittad. Oh, I know what it is. <laughs> it's so good. I like it a lot. But as far as like a lot of other people, they're just like, no, why? Why would you do that? And I mean, it's it's just the flavor of it. And, you know how it's prepared and all that other stuff. I mean, I like it over some rice. It's amazing. And then uh, of course there's this uh, bread that comes with it, depending upon who makes it. That's called puto. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, no, that's one of my favorite dishes. I just don't have it often. Shinobi asks, what's your family's favorite? Dish? I guess so. Family wise? Look, I'm look, Shinobi's doing my job for me. <laughs> <laughs> she's good. She's good at putting herself out there. And like, you know, I love she's, like, I'm you, Shinobi's like I'm about look, I'm about to give Shinobi a job she's, on Wednesday nights. Yeah, she's definitely like forever panel. So Oh yes, yeah, Shinobi. Oh, she's you, a over, you never know. So, you know, 
watch yourself, Mike. But as far as my family's favorite, um, honestly, who can resist a delicious steak? Steak, potatoes, like I remember just getting together for that. Um, and if it's not that, my family's favorite's probably tacos. Mom whips up some mean tacos. So, I mean, I've learned over time it may not actually be tacos because they're not like she puts the tortillas and the shells on the side, but we're essentially essentially having like a taco salad. Um, but it seems like it's between my mom's steak and potatoes or her tacos. That's Mom, I'm coming over for dinner. <laughs> she <laughs> loves having people for dinner. Oh, I know. So, so good at that. Like, it's so sweet. Like, whenever we have friends that come in, um, we actually had a like one of our cousins just moved back to Virginia after being like almost everywhere because of the air force and she made him tacos. Oh, and dad made ham hocks. And then we had a friend come from California for almost like what, a week. And on Tuesday she made tinola, which is like a soup, like a chicken, like soup and tacos. <laughs> Damn, I'm just I'm about to just throw away my, my list of questions because between Shinobi and Art is my tattoo, it's like, you know what? I'm gonna let you guys. So we're we're gonna go with Shinobi's next question. Any least favorite? Any least favorites? Well, definitely the Dinaguan, the Tita. It's not everybody's favorite, it's just mine. Um the boys definitely hate it. Um, my sisters, I'm pretty sure will have it, but that's not their favorite. Um, least favorite food? I would say that for them. But as far as like my family's least favorite, I'm trying to think of if we've ever complained about food really, because we were raised not to complain about food. Um, like even bitter melon, we appreciate. Oh. Because the, the way my mom prepares it. But it doesn't seem to be a lot of other people's favorites. You know what I mean? I like bitter melon if I'm drinking rum. It just has like a, a hand in hand to go with it. Because I drink white rum. Uh, I'm a dark rum kind of person. I'm a dark liquor kind of person. So I feel like it would have to be dark. I mean, the only reason why I, I eat it with light, because you know, it just complements the flavor. It doesn't makes it, uh, it doesn't have that bad aftertaste. You know what I'm saying? True. I was actually talking to my husband about it and he was talking about like the preparation of bitter melon. It seems like you definitely have to scrape at the um, inner part like really well in order for it to not be as bitter as it actually is. Right. Let's see. Another question comes in from Shinobi. Who cooks for the holidays? Who cooks for the holidays? It was a lot. My aunt, uh, we actually did big holidays and parties at her house. Um, and then we would just maybe do like a potluck and people would bring stuff, but it seems to be between my aunt and now my sister, my younger sister seems to be taking the reins. 
Um, she cooks at her house. And then as far as like Thanksgiving, I'll usually pretty much bring the turkey if we do turkey. And then it just seems to be an, a joint effort. Like the baby sister will do mashed potatoes um, or like the sweet potatoes or something like that. Like we all just like to help each other out so that not one person is just doing the, the load of everything, but it also depends on the event. You know, it's crazy since I moved to Virginia, I've haven't celebrated Thanksgiving. Really? I've never done it. It's just me up here. You've been here for how long? Five years. Oh, wow. That's going to have to change, man. I mean, pretty much my typical Thanksgiving is me cooking probably, I don't know, fried rice or like yakisoba or, you know, just I just look at it as a regular day. I don't like turkey, so I usually cook something like chicken. We actually had turkey for my dad's birthday. That's how much my dad likes turkey. He wants really? to have turkey all the time. Really. He enjoys having turkey, like, in the middle of summer. I mean, if he, nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's, it's turkey. Teach his own, right? I mean, teach his own. Like me, I'm picky. I, you know. I won't eat anything, but I'll make al alternatives. <laughs> Makes sense. I mean, and then if it's just you, at least you get to eat whatever you want. You don't have to worry about like. That's pretty much how it we're is. Having, we're having turkey again. <laughs> I mean, that, you're right though. That's pretty much how it is. Like, it's like, okay, what am I going to make this year? Oh, same thing I made last year, which is pretty much the same thing I make every day. So I just look at Thanksgiving as just another day. But you do have to give thanks for the people that are around you. I do. I did announce when I actually was pregnant with my oldest, like 14 years ago at this point. Um, I actually announced that I was having her on Thanksgiving. And we were just doing a little something at my parents' house. And that's how it's pretty much come about. Like, you know, Thanksgiving, I almost feel like is a great announcement you know give thanks and be like you're welcome i'm giving you a grandchild <laughs> little things to be thankful for yeah i mean uh, don't get twisted i'm i'm very thankful it's just like i said i'm just being thankful alone i get it you know so next question comes from Art is my tattoo. How do you balance family with your business? I have a great support system. So between my family, my immediate, even being my like husband, my kids, especially because they're older, they all make sure that when I have an order, they take care of the little one. The little one is definitely the one that's like the wild card in our family. So if anything happens, it's primarily because of her. Uh, of course, she's still young. So she likes to have things her way or whatever the case may be. But my husband definitely makes a lot of things happen. My kids. And then of course, my parents, they always end up taking the kids whenever I need it, whether it's even for my own business or just working in general. Um, the balance between 
is amazing. I couldn't be more appreciative for like the support that I have doing everything that I do. My mom mentioned that I worked three jobs at one point and she was telling how proud she was of me. So it's where I just want to strive to be better, do more and be the best at whatever it is that I do. So I like to kind of keep a schedule and then just make sure that, you know, I can handle it. I don't want to over overdo it or kind of like overwhelm myself when I don't have to. And I feel like with my baking, what's nice is that it's kind of like my getaway. More times than not, I don't need to actually go out or do something else. Like I can actually just stay home and get in the kitchen, bake a little something and feel better. Hey, nothing wrong with that. It's 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 good to have that balance and support system. Um, and and I definitely get what you're coming from. But working two or three jobs, like I was, still am doing it. Uh, and I've pretty much been that way since I was 19. So, um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with getting your hustle. You gotta you gotta go for yours, man. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Look at these complex questions that Hyun is coming up with. I'm telling you, like, I I literally had like a whole rundown and I I, I let the panel take over. I'm I'm cool with it. That makes sense. I understand. Hey, look, they did the work for me. I'm I'm cool with it. I mean, some of these questions were better than what I came up with because I like to be more random. So next one from Art is My Tattoo. <laughs> Where are you mentally, spiritually when you bake? Where does your mind escape to? Mentally and spiritually. That's a fantastic question. When I bake, I feel very relaxed and I just wanna do my best. So I definitely put like the pressure on, but I also try not to overdo it so that I can actually complete the task at hand. Um, as far as my mind escaping, I can honestly tell you, depending upon the orders or what it is that I'm doing, I think of what else I could do. Or I will have, let's say when I make macarons and I only use egg whites, I actually take the yellows instead of wasting them and I'll make a quick creme brulee or I'll make a flan, something to reduce waste. Um, and then I take my eggshells and I put them in my plants to help them grow. Like I think of all of these little things that could potentially happen like while I'm baking. I feel like I don't stop thinking of things, whether I am baking. I'm constantly in motion, constantly thinking of what the next step is. And I definitely try to prepare for it the best that I can. Nice. Good enough. No, I, I like that. Along with my comment on top of that, but I'm uh, <laughs> not, I like that, you know? I mean, and it's like me, I'm the same way. When I cook, I always have a playlist playing. Usually it's vaporwave just so I can like ease into cooking. Sometimes I can be playing like, I don't know either. There've been times where I've cooked with a saxophone solo playing in the background 
or piano and jazz. You enjoy that. So honestly, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, uh, I had mentioned, I, I do like to have background noise myself, but I feel like it's almost just to kind of like, cause it's usually pretty quiet. Cause I like to bake like first thing in the morning. So nobody's awake in the house. So I like to just kind of like have something going on in the background. Cause usually when I am baking like during the day and everybody's awake, I have like the kids stopping in to check in or if they want to try something or whatever the case may be, I guess it just kind of reminds me that like, I don't need to be surrounded by quiet. Um, and I guess it also helped out with like my youngest, my last child that I had, who's going to be four. I actually used to bake with her in the kitchen. Um, I feel like I'd actually put her to sleep with just the sound of the mixer and it's never bothered her. Even if I'm running it at like five in the morning or midnight at night, if I decide to bake something. So. Thanks. You'd be putting in some mad work. You'd be putting in some mad, mad work, you know, damn. <laughs> There are times where even baking at a certain time is like optimal for the baked goods. Um, and I like to make things as fresh as possible. So it's where I know that they'll settle at a certain time. They'll dry better when it's not very like humid and all that other stuff, because that stuff does affect the, the product. Um, even just using a gas or electric stove, I pretty much started off the macarons with electric and kind of had to mess around with that. And now I'm doing gas and that definitely changes. And I have to actually adjust the temperature depending upon when I am baking or what the weather's like, or if I have to run the fan. I was like, a lot of people don't think about that stuff. It is very like temperature, like uh, sensitive. Okay, that's what's up. Cause I was I was gonna ask just out of curiosity, do you think you cook better with gas or electric? Gas, I enjoy gas for sure. I just uh, I'm waiting on my convection oven because currently I don't have one of those yet, so I can't wait to do that with gas. Okay, that's what's that. I'm half and half depending on what it is I'm cooking. Like if I do any anything with my wok, I like cooking on a gas stove better versus electric. Electric, I feel like I got to move it and maneuver it mm -hmm. just to get where I want to get it at. Whereas gas, it just stays in that one spot and I'm just doing my thing, you know. Understood. I get it. Because, I mean, even if you're trying to, like, do all those, like, cool tricks and stuff, you can't really do very many tricks on an electric stove. Not at all. And like back home, like my mom and dad's little gas grill, they got thing. I would get to my walk and I would just be like, just doing, I'm like, cha-cha-pa-pum-pum. Like. Just like that. No, seriously, that is the sound effects I'd be thinking in my head as I'm like cooking, thinking I'm on like Iron Chef and all that. Well, no, you know, I got my. Do it. I do. Like, even when I'm in the kitchen, like, I put on my headband and play my music and then I'm cooking. I'm like, and then, you know, so I make it roll. That works. 
It's like my background noise. Exactly. Speaking of which, uh, Shinobi has another question for you. <laughs> Do any other siblings bake or cook? Yes. My sister, Era, she bakes and cooks. And then the baby sister is actually, she used to be our mixer whenever we would bake. So growing up, it was almost like, man, I don't have someone to mix this for me. <laughs> now I definitely need a mixer. Uh, but yeah, she has learned over time to cook as well. She doesn't bake often, uh, but her husband does actually, which is nice. He actually creates his own um, chocolate chip cookies. And I remember him making it for a family party and they were salty, but they were really good. And it's funny because they were almost like Aaron's favorite. And I don't know if it's because they were just so salty. Um, and then Aaron is actually, he, he knows how to cook. Um, he's actually been practicing alongside mom and he's been doing a great job. Uh, he'll actually bring me food that he makes. He's made like this delicious macaroni and cheese. Um, he makes this one corn soup with shrimp um, called Suamis that we like a lot. And um, he's perfected that actually. Um, he's been doing his own thing in the kitchen. So I can definitely appreciate the fact that he's trying. Um, but as far as like those, Bo doesn't really cook, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I remember him challenging me to cook. And one thing I do remember was when um, I was over one day and the kids ended up taking a nap. So he was like, man, I'm hungry. And I was like, yeah, the kids will be hungry when they wake up too. And he's like, what's there to eat? I was like, uh, I don't know, but I see stuff for spaghetti. And he's like, oh, but that's going to take a really long time. And I was like, no, I think I could make it probably in like 20 minutes. He goes, no, you can't. I was like, yeah, I can. I made it in 19. Ooh. So I can okay. pride myself on that. But then I realized that what my siblings do to me is that they challenge me to do certain things. And then I think that I have to do it in a specified amount of time and or whatever it is that they want me to make. And I do it. And I've just realized that's just the type of person that I am. Maybe I want to change that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, that's how it is with my sisters. I, I have to be the one that ends up cooking because they love it when I cook. Even every time I go home to visit, uh, the first thing they ask is, so what you cooking tonight, Mike? Are you making fajitas? Are you making spaghetti? Are you making fried rice? Are you making tempura? Are you, you know, because they love my spaghetti because I, I use sliced chicken breasts. With my spaghetti sauce. Nice. I've, I've done, I, I like to do things different. I like to think outside the box. I've done it with chicken. I've done it with lobster. Um, done like it with shrimp. Hmm? Like a red sauce or white? Yeah. Red. Interesting. Oh, I've yeah. never thought to do seafood with a red sauce. The trick was when I did it, 
Um, I also cook the red sauce and like a Parmesan basil butter. That way you get the best of both worlds. You still got the Italian flair, but you still got that taste that you have every time when you eat seafood, people like to dip it in the garlic butter. So you pretty yeah. much got the best of both worlds with flavors. Citrus and butter seem to be very big with seafood. Oh yeah, big time, big time. And uh, <laughs> art is my tattoo. Gave not one, not two, but three questions. Check you out. You are definitely challenging me this evening. Art is my tattoo. I feel challenged as well too, because like I said, Kenobi, art is my tattoo. I'm bringing y'all in next week for to do questions on the panel. I'm telling you, like, you guys are the MVP. <laughs> they are. I love you guys. It's great. It's awesome. Yeah. Because, I mean, you don't get to perch with these questions on a daily basis. <laughs> no, and some of these questions I wouldn't have thought of asking. Hey, I think you also want to get out of your comfort zone, yeah? I stay out of my... I, I don't even have a comfort zone. <laughs> I don't have one. In, in order for me to have a comfort zone, I have to be comfortable. You know what I'm saying? True. <laughs> so we're going to go with the three parts. Are you good on time, by the way? I don't know if you have a time limit. I'm fine. I don't know what your time frame is, but... There is none. This is Mike World Order. <laughs> it's your I order mean, to give to the world. I mean, I mean hell, we, look, I might have you stay long enough to join in the panel discussions. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go with uh, first of three from Art is My Tattoo. Number one, if you had an opportunity to change one thing about yourself, what would you change and why? Definitely not being a pushover to whenever anybody is like, I don't think you can do it. And then I'm like, yeah, I can. And then just doing it because I was challenged by it. But I guess it's also my personality because I'm very competitive, even with myself. Um, and I would want to change it because I should definitely, like, I, I don't really think about it. I kind of just do. So I need to put a little bit more thought into it. Um, another thing I guess I think about is the fact that I don't know how to ask for help. Um, Stubborn. About me that I've noticed over time and the one person that actually brought it to my attention was my husband. Um, I want to be the end all be all to everything, especially to my kids. Um, and then even like my business, I want to be able to do everything but I realize in order for me to grow, I can't do everything alone. Um, I will need help. I will need people to back me up. Um, and that's the reason why I, I, I need to stop being so stubborn and ask for help instead of just kind of letting it go to the wayside. I'm, I'm that same way too. And uh, I mean, at least hopefully I'm glad I'm able to help with, you know, getting you out there because Mind you, this show is on an international platform, and I, too, feel like I want to be the above all the be-all. Plus, you being on this episode, you can add that as a notch to your belt 
of accomplishments that others can't say. Like, you know, I've, I've said it before, and I'll say it again for those out there listening. You know, think about it, Master Chibs. How many people can you say can say that they're friends slash brothers slash from another mother has an independent podcast that had guests that are former WWE champions on the show, former NWA world champions on the show. They can't say that, but you can. True. You're right. I can. And like, yeah. I definitely appreciate being, being a part of something like this, especially to even get my own business, my brand, what it is that I think about what is going on in my head when I'm trying to do all these things or what I'm trying to accomplish on a regular basis to be better, you know, to see what it is that I need to work on to just kind of, you know, what's the next step for me. Um, it's not just what happened today, yesterday, it's whatever's going to happen in the future. For the record, I like that answer. Also, Shinobi, stop lying. You're not introverted. You're very vocal and sociable. And that's what we like about you. So <laughs> I see R is, my <laughs> R is my tattoo gave another question. So <laughs> four. Okay, R is my tattoo. That last question you said, that's the last one. <laughs> <laughs> and then Shinobi has one more she can give. And then we're going to bring in the rest of the group panel because I'm pretty sure they want to ask questions as well, too, about okay. the product that is made by you, Master Chips. Understood. Anywho. Fear is a major factor when making a decision. What would you do instead if fear was not a factor? I would do all the things. Extend to whatever it is that I could have even imagined. I actually drove by, well, being in Centerville, um, especially around like a lot of shopping centers and whatever else, there's just one huge one right off Lee Highway. And I actually was just driving around, saw it, and there were like a bunch of like spaces for lease. I think about possibly getting in there or, joining forces with like my cousin that makes empanadas um, going under the chips LLC umbrella and getting out there. Why stop at sweets? Why not go into savory? Uh, being Filipino, why not add my mom, add punsit, something. Um, my husband being Peruvian, like sell Peruvian food. I already make some of the alfajores that are uh, little butter cookies with dulce de leche in the middle. It's like, why not fuse the savory and sweet together and kind of join forces and put something out there? Um, I definitely would want to see where that could go. Um, and maybe not just Peruvian and Filipino, kind of figure out what else could go from there. Um, why not? Sky's the limit, right? Especially if you have no fear. Fear, I feel, holds you back. Or when you think of fear, I mean, it takes all like all shapes and forms. But if it didn't exist, I feel like a lot of people could do so much more. So. When I think of the word of fear, I think of the acronym of forget everything and run. Next question. <laughs> 
Art is my tattoo. <laughs> what do you want to be remembered by after you pass? Whoa, what type of question is this? <laughs> it's deep and dark. We're not even, none of us are even close to the age of 40 and we're talking about passing. Like I but get it, time's not on the side. You don't have to be a certain age to pass, but what is it that you'd want to be remembered by? I mean, honestly, I would want to be remembered for the type of person I was. I, I think that like the type of person I am, um, if you know me, obviously, you know what I'm talking about, mm -hmm. but if you don't, like, I like to be very considerate of others. I, I think of, I think of, like I said, I'm a constant thinker. I think of things like here, there, everywhere. Um, it just, it's just one of those things for me where I just want, I want to be able to leave behind something for my kids. And I've actually been starting to teach my oldest daughter and my son, whether it's like cooking or baking and showing them techniques and whatever else, like I want them to be able to appreciate all of that. Nice. That's what's up. That's what's up. I, I, okay. I mean, now that we put that in perspective, sadly, I'm afraid what my answer would be if, if someone would have asked me that same question. I really wouldn't have an answer. They're all great yeah. questions. Honestly, I mean, no, the, the last one. Like, yeah. I don't know what people would remember me by. If, Maybe uh, this. Hmm? Maybe this. What, this episode or just Mike no. World Order? Mike World Order. It doesn't have to be the, like this episode. You know, if I wanted to really be big headed, yeah, this episode. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But as far as just the type of person that you are, obviously, like you're you're a very happy-go-lucky person. You're down for whatever, from what I've seen. So I mean, why not want to be remembered for the things that you're contributing, like helping other people put their business out there and supporting them, especially females. That's extremely positive, especially for the month of July. That's right, the Great American Bash. We're gonna have the all first ever all women's panel. We're making history. I appreciate that, Master Chibs. So we're going to go with art is my tattoos last question before I give at least one of my questions that I never even got to mention on my list because y'all two are so kind. Shinobi and uh, art is my tattoo. If you can go back in time, where would you go? That's a great question. Going back in time, I almost feel like you think about going, you feel like going back into time and you'd mess up something. More times than not, I really don't think I'd want to go back in time because I can really appreciate how things are now. Um, and a lot of that perspective has been brought out by like the show I watch, Outlander. I don't know if anybody has seen it, but it pretty much shows that the past was really messed up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I can, I can only appreciate like all the opportunities that I have like now. So going back in time almost seems to be like something that I'd kind of just leave. Cause why would I want to mess up anything for myself now is pretty much what I'm thinking. 
but it is a good question. Like as far as the past, I don't know. I can't, I can't really think of like a time and place where I would want to be because I almost feel like I can kind of get bits and pieces of my past through my family, my parents, especially because of how close I am to everybody. And they just kind of give me a glimpse into all of that. And honestly, I wouldn't be where I am if I had to go back. Yeah, because I've always learned there's no point going back. There's always going forward. That's true, too. So here's... I finally are going to be able to pick one of my questions. And you know what? I'm going to pick the one that was going to be the last one. Because this is the last one before I have you join in with the panel. Okay. In the, in the meeting of the mind segment, where basically, uh, you know, you get to rub shoulders with some more uh, well-known people. So my last question. What song best describes who you are as a person? What song best describes me? Like if, if, if I'm thinking of, if I hear a song on the radio, the first thing that pops into mind is the legend of Master Chibs. What song would that be? Huh. That's a good question. I've never really thought about like a song for myself or what I could kind of see like. Because even songs that like I had asked uh, my husband when we were dating, um, he had mentioned it would either be special delivery or who run it. <laughs> so yeah, he wanted I, those. I, I, can see, I can see special um, delivery. Honestly, like who run it would kind of be cool. But <laughs> those are the two songs that I can think about just because he had mentioned them when we first started dating. Um, but as far as like me as a person individually, separate from all of that, um, at 17. Really? How do you, are you familiar? Yes. It's a very sad song, but I feel like that actually describes me pretty well. Um, and it's actually one of my go-to karaoke songs. Um, so I can honestly say that's probably a song that would probably best describe me as a person. I probably would have gone with uh, Off the Wall by Michael Jackson. <laughs> only, I mean, only upbeat, like I'm a very mellow person. Um, I was never really, I mean, I don't look, I feel like a lot of people also say that I look like a lot of other people. Um, <laughs> I'm just kind of like, but at 17, well, being Filipino, I've been told that I look like a lot of other people's like cousins and stuff like that, or um, 
I look Hispanic uh, because of my skin tone. Uh, and it's it's funny. One of the guys on the panel, he he thought the same thing. He's like, she's Asian and black. I said, no, she's Filipino. He's like, whoa. I was like, yeah. <laughs> my looks can be very deceiving, so I can I can definitely I mean, do that as well. I knew you were Filipino right off the bat when I first met you. Yeah, aside from knowing my brothers and all that other no, stuff. I so growing up military family, I probably saw maybe one or two of the same race couples. It was always interracial, but most of the neighbors were Filipino or Japanese or Korean. You know, it's uh it's it's one of those things where I've been around it so much. And then since moving up here in the area that I work in, Vienna, the place that I work at, all my coworkers think I'm Filipino. True. That's so true. I just blend I just blend in. True that. I mean I do make some good lump here. So you've you've said this. I'm gonna need you to prove it. So I'm just saying. Anytime, look, anytime you're ready. Anytime you're ready. Centerville's not that far from Woodbridge. Um, same with uh, my fried rice, because uh, Aaron has put like a whole lot of hype about my fried rice uh, after those few times he came over to the apartment and ate, whatever, uh, hanging out. So yeah, I can uh, I can definitely uh, see that happening, most definitely, because they hit me up earlier this week like, when you gonna cook, Mike? <laughs> it had to be about the cooking. It's like, what are you cooking next? So we're we just gonna do like a family dinner. I mean, I used to do Sunday dinners uh, back home with mom and dad and all that. So you know, I haven't really done one since moving up here because I'm always working. You know, and when I do get home, and, you know, I don't mind cooking. I love cooking. I just hate cooking when it's just for me. It just doesn't seem like there's a point. Same. It's not the same sometimes. Like, it, it really isn't. All right. Let's see. Papooses. What? <laughs> Brian says papooses. Um, so, okay, now, now that we got all of that out the way, now we're going to go bring in a couple of the members of the panel because I'm going to keep it a small panel tonight. Usually I do like the max six. Four is pretty much going to be the tops. Um, just to keep it, you know, where it's not as congested. Mostly because you're soft-spoken. And a bunch of us were loud-toned. So that way you can get your, you know, your chance in to get your shit in and whatnot. And you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to have you be basically, not because you're family and all that, but you're pretty much going to be the first woman that's going to join in on the group panel topic for tonight. So for all you viewers out there listening that are supporting Master Chips, don't go anywhere. He's still on the show because he's going to make history on Mike World Order as the first woman be in the group panel. So that being said, coming in first from all the way in New York, the couple of episodes we've done, he's pretty much been under the learning tree. But don't get it twisted. He's very knowledgeable too. 
coming in, my homie, Joe L. Dolly. Good evening. What's happening, bro? Um, nothing, nothing. Just, just hearing, you know, just playing the back seat, you know, nothing crazy. Pleasure meeting you. I don't know nothing about cooking, but just the way you talking business. <laughs> I didn't catch that last part, but thank you. I'm a little starstruck because I because I, I think I think you're attractive despite you're married. I don't mean to put on away, but like I just I just like my it's just amazing when you see a woman with, with that speaks intelligently. It's wow. Thank you. But in this in a in a compliment. Like one of those squeezy signball people that you see on Facebook. No. Thank you. I appreciate you're that. You're welcome. Oh, that's so sweet. No, but <laughs> I'm saying, like, you know how rude guys are. It's 2021. Oh, you know, I know. That's why. Especially being from New York. They're the most disrespectful. I mean, I was born in them, so I'm not going to act like I wasn't. But they would just come up with, like, oh, you can't have male friends or some nonsense like that. <laughs> Jamal, you funny. So our next, well, he's not really a part of the panel. He's He's been pretty much the recent recruiter, the newest recruiter to the Mike World Order brand. Uh, he's also the, going to be co-host starting next week at the Great American Bash Month. He's the new co-host of the Mike World Order. He's basically the backup guy. He's the owner of Order Entertainment Enterprises, which you can watch various days on Twitch when he's on there. And he's also part of the Front Row Material Army that joins in on Tuesday nights, like me, on Mike Freeland's Front Row Material with former ECW world champions, Jerry Lynn and Mike Freeland. He's the guy that goes to war, but I'm not gonna say the rest because of our audience. Give it up for my buddy, the one and only, Logan Slater, everybody. Bonjour. Too sweet. I am later than sin, but it's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Like you I was hearing you talk about what you do and everything, and I'm like, now I want some cookies. <laughs> well, you guys can always order, um, depending upon where you are. I'm currently under cottage food, so I only do this in like Northern Virginia. Uh, once I actually go commercial. We can definitely talk about possible deliveries. Listen, right ship on. it over to Mike's house, and I'll pay. I'll pay. I'll pay if you ship it over to Mike's, and I'll pay the difference on it. I'll make it send up to me. When there's a will, there's a way. Oh yeah, because through my through my business, I can do overnight shipping at the price that they would pay for just a uh, regular. What the price is, I'll pay you on it. It's nothing in the world. I mean, because I do it through DHL Express. You can get your stuff overnight. So if she sends it to me tomorrow. You'll get it. Friday, and I'll cash up you the whatever the price is. I got you. I got you. I appreciate the support. It's always oh, nice. Of no, course. That, you know, I'm going to be getting business because that's pretty much what I'm here for. Well, you, you know what's too. You know what's too. I I appreciate the entrepreneurial woman because I have a 12 year old now, so I I, I want to show her more than. That's awesome. But That's I appreciate right. you just leading, you know, setting the, the tone and the example. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Mike, you that, you know, welcome to the show. We got our. This is this is where the whole army, the whole 
Mike World Order fan base starts coming in, and now this is they, they look forward to the, the, the panel part. Not saying they don't look forward to the guest part because we had high numbers and views on the, the guest part. Thank you for that, Master Chibs. Um, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Mike. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Calm down, Mike Dale. <laughs> Look, man, I'm trying to score some free crambolier, man. She's family. I'm trying to head out the gutter, Logan Slater. All right. Oh, damn. Calm down, bro. Don't get into it. I'm a heavyweight. Okay? The championship belt says world heavyweight champion for a reason. There's always that underdog story where the X Divisioner becomes a heavyweight champion. I know, right? Master Chips is like, what the hell are these guys talking about? Oh. <laughs> You're gonna have to help me out. Um, so there's this promotion called there's this promotion called Impact Wrestling, and there's this division called the X Division, where there's no weight limits, it's no limits. So you can see like a 130 pound guy go up against a 300 pound man. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. There's this pay per view they do called Destination X. Where whomever the champion is, they can cash it in for a world heavyweight title match. Interesting. I mean, I've been, hearing, I've been hearing about like the, um, I guess when like Floyd Mayweather fought that other guy and oh, back to big yeah. show. <laughs> I I don't understand that. I mean, sure, it's probably for views. And, whatever else, but not a lot can come of it, right? Because one's a professional and the other one's not. Mm. But I guess they train, mm. so there's hope? I don't know. It was... Um, are you talking about the one where he faced uh, Logan Paul? Yeah. I, I don't understand that. I think that was a publicity stunt. For sure. That's why I was I mean, what Mayweather match isn't for publicity? Come of it aside from publicity. I mean, Mayweather didn't need the money. I mean, oh, hell, I probably could have knocked out no, Logan Paul. <laughs> I think you could probably line up too. I, I, I mean, I could probably just go and done. It's like a feather. That's crazy. So we're going to go with our first topic, even though I kind of mentioned like a question like that earlier with Master Chibs. Group panel, also people out in the comments below, you can join in as well. Question number one and boom, discussion number one, our favorite segment, comparing life to pro wrestling. What song would be considered your entrance theme and why? Hmm. So I'm going to go first, Logan Slater. What? Wow. Um, my entrance theme, All Out Life by Slipknot. Really? Yes. I love that song. It. Anytime I put it on, it just gets me going. And you're going out in front of people that you've never performed in front of before. You're nervous. You want that song to get you hyped and get the crowd hyped. Okay, makes sense. 
then makes Corey sense. Taylor's a god. Makes sense. Joel Gallup. I've got to say the corporate ministry, no chance in hell. Probably because I'm business. I, I I run a business too, so like, I'm just always like trying to win. You know what I'm saying? I guess. Really, corporate ministry. I mean, I can huh. see you pulling that off with, with the gimmick. That's the only thing I can really think of because everything else really doesn't. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. Master Chibs. I don't know. I, I struggled with this already for like just a song that describes me as far as like my entrance theme. I don't know. Could you think of one? I mean, off the break. Uh, Who run it? Who run it? See, you said you couldn't <laughs> think of one. You just. <laughs> because that's just one of the songs that I was thinking about earlier, so why not? Who I was about to say, where's Shinobi? Where you at? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, Shinobi, you're, you're needed at this moment. Uh, so awesome, apparently. Her art is my tattoo. Shy Glizzy. Yeah, where, where's, where's my art? Like, all of a sudden, they just all disappeared. <laughs> it's late. <laughs> It is only 9.30. Your facial expression is like, well. <laughs> well. And, and she just looked at you like, it doesn't matter what time it is. I want to take a nap. I'd love to sleep, honestly. I have gone to bed probably in the last, like, three days at, like, 8.30, 9 o'clock. So this is already past my bedtime. I feel like an old person. I, I can't even tell you the last time I went to bed that early. I mean, I went to bed at 7.20 this morning. Oh, artist, my tattoo's still here. I'm still here. I'm still here. Okay. Okay, just, just making sure artist, my tattoo. Well, I guess for me, uh, if if I had a um, if I had a favorite song that, I mean, I, I change songs like crazy it, it, based on the mood. Uh, I'd have to say currently right now, the main song that plays on repeat, especially at work, I'd have to go with a uh, kickstart by uh, the Japanese group K Force. They're pretty much like SNRG, but in Japanese. That's probably why I like them. Oh, yeah. Like K Force is basically based off of um, Katsuhiko Nakajima. It was like this supernova kickboxer turned pro wrestler. Long story short, it just I like it because the comparison to SNRG overall, you know. So I'm never really get. Alrighty then. So we while we're doing that, um, while I'm uh, getting ready for the next question, Logan Slater. Huh. What's been going on in um, OEE? Man, we crowned a new women's champion. Oh, really? Yeah. And I had no words. You've had no words. I had no words. None at all. Like, I was just... Like, on SmackDown last night, I was as dumbfounded as I was last night. 
it's just one of those results you would never expect. So the motto of the day, expect the unexpected. Okay. You well, never know what might come through the door. <laughs> just like my next question that's going to be asked on the discussion. Oh, Lord. Bill Cosby oh, released. Jesus. Thoughts on Bill Cosby being released. Oh Lord! Well, he still he still is known as a sex offender. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's still uh, a piece of shit. Master Chibs. No comment. No comment. <laughs> Man, this this is probably the quickest one for a question. This uh, was the quiet. This is the darkest this room has ever been. Yeah, and we've had some right, honestly. questions that have been dark. Like this is probably the darkest response since. The this dark room just got grim. Thing was, too, it was unexpected. Like it came out of left yeah. field. I mean, See? this is my. This is that's my, my thing. So my question is, and this is my, I mean, I'm no conspiracy theorist, but like one, he deserves it. He should have been, he should have been dead in jail by how old he is. That's one. Second of all, I wouldn't be surprised if he, something happens to him. Kind of like those people that mess up that, that, that try with Hillary Clinton, you know, three days later, they end up somewhere. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, to each its own. I didn't know about it until like on the way home, I was like, I wonder what people would think about it. Uh, personally, never looked at Bill Cosby as entertaining. Never had, yeah. never did. You know what? So he's a hypocrite because you're telling all these people back in the 80s or whatever, put your pants up, don't drink the malt liquor, but you're drugging every girl that's coming to you for an opportunity. Most definitely. But then in the same breath, too, I'm not trying to play devil's advocate, but like... Why was it such a snowball effect back in like 2016 or 15 that everybody came forward? Like I remember that there was a point that like there was a magazine that had like over like over like 20 women on front of the cover that was just coming forward. I mean, I don't know, but like it just sounds too structured or scripted, I guess. But then like I said, it's, it's, it's like one of those things that like it doesn't make sense no matter how you roll a dice. Because then you had people, too, that were trying to justify that, oh, he was trying to be, buy NBC back in the day. I highly doubt that. I mean, that's just my intake on it. But then you had people, too, that were trying to say they were trying to make it a racist thing because of the guy from 7th Heaven and him. No, the guy from 7th Heaven, the father, he I, what he did, he got away with it because of the statute of limitation. Bill Cosby got charged with something that happened probably like in the mid-2000s. It, it was something recent compared to the guy from 7th Heaven. So mm -hmm. it's just... It, it, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. It just sounds weird, but like honestly, the fact that he came out unexpected, I wouldn't be surprised if something happens to him before he is over. I hope not. Actually, no, no. I don't care honestly because you're raping women. You know what I'm saying? You're a piece of shit for that. I don't. I don't give a fuck. So, mm. but either way, he does. He deserves to die. I don't care. You, you touch any woman, you violate her. Yeah. Fuck you in every fiber of your body. Like I hope your lungs collapse. Dang. Yeah. America's back. This Listen, just, justice won't be served for those women until he does croak. That is the best. That is the best form of justice they can get. Exactly. 
and and I, the reason he was released was double jeopardy. How do you charge the same man twice with the same crime? How did you forget? Too, do you remember? Did you see that? Um, he had a he was interviewed like on a late night show, like Donnie Carson, one of those back in the day, and joking mm-hmm. around about the Spani- about the Spanish fly. Hmm. Yeah, I, I've seen that clip. I I didn't know the Spanish fly was to an episode of Beavis and Butt. I'm not gonna lie to you, but was that the episode where Dr- Todd drank the milk? Yes, that's yeah. exactly it. <laughs> Master Chips, you remember Beavis and Butthead, right? I do, but I didn't watch it regularly. What? Everybody watch me with some butthead. Honestly, if My I was on TV, it was to watch any type of music videos. They don't do it anymore. Yeah, MTV stands for media TV lie. now. I ain't gonna lie, I miss MTV. I remember when MTV had like five channels for music. They had like MTV, then they had MTV2. MTV to this. Huh? I remember MTV Thrust, the Spanish channel one. Yes, that's why I was going to go to MTV Thrust. Then they had MTV Jams. And then they had MTV X because I like rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And my mom, so- used to get, my mom used to get so mad. Rock and roll is the devil's music until I'm like, the black people invented rock and roll. And she's like, no, they didn't. But then the funny part, too, is the fact that MTV Thrust, I remember like years later, it was just Thrust. I guess MTV sold that off to somebody. Guinea Vision. Well, that's what it was, yeah. Okay. Single was it singled out that was on MTV? Yes, yeah, singled out was my show. And next, and what Jenny McCarthy and that guy Chris who like became popular again. Bill Bellamy from back in the day, Ananda Lewis. Yes. Oh man. Or, or yeah, MTV was, garbage now. But I love ridiculousness now. Yeah, but you know what is too? What what the Kardashians is to eat. I mean, it is, but I, I guess you know what, too? I like it when Chanel's on mute because her laugh is so annoying at times. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I used to have a crush on. Uh, I had a crush on her. Don't get it twisted. But no, no, I used to have a crush on, on downtown Julie Brown on uh, MTV Club. Not gonna lie. Not I gotta see lie. her face again. I gotta look it up. It was just her accent I like. You know, she'd be like, this is downtown Julie Brown. How's it going, everyone? You look fabulous. One of my favorite shows, probably that was on MTV, was Daria, and I've yes, I'm kind of yes. I I can see the comparison, but you're not as dry as her. You know what I'm saying? You have a little bit more up. You're more upbeat personally. But Daria was my jam, and that spun off right from. Be with a butthead. Butthead, along with King. They joked. They joked on and called her name Diarrhea one time. Yeah, Uh, Diarrhea. Right. <laughs> there was <stuff>. diarrhea. <laughs> Look at diarrhea. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Imagine Beavis and Butthead in this era. <sighs> it would never They're work. They're trying to bring it back. They don't need to. It just needs to work with all the Me Too movement. No. If it's, if it's unless it's reruns, they don't need to bring back no new episodes because it would not be the same. Like, yeah. I guess Comedy Central is trying to pick it up. I, I would love if they brought back Liquid Television, though. Where it would show, like, Liquid Television used to be the show after Beavis and Butthead and Daria, where it was like an hour of nothing but different cartoons from all over the world. Uh, and it was so you know cool. What? 
I really liked like Adult Swim. Adult Swim was good. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna give over and did that. Okay, so each one of y'all, because I love Adult Swim. I remember when Adult Swim first came out, like the peak of it. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna start with Logan Slater. What, what was your favorite show on Adult Swim? Family Guy, man. That's my day. I got Family Guy. I mean, that's where it's at with me. Mm -hmm. They can get away with anything. <laughs> I mean, McFarlane's a genius. No matter what he does. Well, you, you know who he's related to, right? No. Isn't he, isn't he related to pro wrestler Colt Cabana? Colt Cabana? Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. Where do you think I they got? See it. Where do you think they got the Goldman gimmick from? Oh shit. Okay. Hey. Joel, okay. favorite show on Adult Swim? Well, Family Guy, because that's mm -hmm. my influence, and Adam West is the only politician <laughs> I can trust. <laughs> Nobody messes with Adam Weed. Yeah. That part too. Yeah. This, this this was like the four. This is like four years since he passed away. I know, man. That's crazy. Oh, Master Chips. Favorite show on this. Really? There we go. I actually nice. got my kids on it, so I can appreciate watching it in the background. Meatwad was probably my absolute favorite. I don't know about the hand, though. <laughs> Space Ghost Coast to Coast was good, too. It was good, too. Home yeah. movies was good. The only episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force that caught me off guard was Hand Banana. Yeah, when that, if you ever see the episode, get the kids away from watching. Well, I guess we have an Inuyasha. Yeah. Yeah, you, you haven't discovered that show yet. Um, the hand banana episode was where they create a dog out of a pool, but Master Shake stuck his finger in there, and they end up with this, like, giant yellow dog that's just, like, the shape of Master Shake's finger, and they called him Hand Banana because he looked like a banana. Oh, no. And um, every time he would see Carl, he'd be like, tonight, you. And would always, yeah, you know, he always always end up dry humping Carl. And he'd be like, no! I don't remember that one, and I'm glad I have not come across it, and neither has the kids. Yeah, but if the kids are yeah. Hunger Force, like even just the the intros and all that other My stuff. Man, like, it's, all, it it's all so catchy. Shake Zula, the Mike so Zula, catchy. the old schooler. You got a trick. Oh, yeah, that was my show. And, uh, I would have to say for me, um, hold up, what is art is my tech? Hand banana makes me uncomfortable, but <laughs> hilarious. That comment makes like, me uncomfortable. <laughs> Did you like, know something? We used, make, we used to make fun of that at work all the time, be like, tonight, you. Like one guy at my old job showed up dressed up in hand banana. It was like, let me get a hug, Mike. I'm like, you back away from me. <laughs> Mike, you know Seth McFarlane almost died. I know. About the 9-11? He was supposed to be on that flight, but he was too drunk to, and he missed his flight. Oh, that's crazy. 
Wow. Yeah, I mean, that, that was... So I'd have to say for my favorite show on... Uh, Aqua, not Aqua Teen Hunger Force, but on Adult Swim, mine was Lawyer Squad. Hmm. Anyone who's a fan of Odd Future and Tyler, the creator, Murder Squad. Just, he just dropped the album. I know. I, yep. I, I've already heard it already. Um, a couple of the tracks were okay. Um, Wasn't, I'm not a fan of him. I'm fa- I'm a fan of uh, the guy named Damo Genesis. He's more of a lyricist to me. Well, I gravitated well, more to him. I like more of early Tyler, the creator, pre-fame. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's like, crazy how, how he got famous. They got famous from Tumblr. Oh, yeah. And a lot of their... Now, I ain't gonna lie. I liked a lot of their early EPs. Like, the Dinosaur EP was my favorite. But just watching the stuff that they would do on the show, it was like watching a teenage version of Jackass. Because that was the thing at the time, too, watching Jackass. Some of the stuff they would do on the show. In between, you know, their music, too. Black Jesus too. That was another good one. On the oh yeah, well. mm-hmm. I man, I forgot about that. Yo, God forgive me. Quick question. What's up? What was delocated? Are you guys familiar with that show, Delocated? I've heard of it, but I never watched it. It's hilarious. I just don't know what it was on because obviously I watched it like I think on Hulu or something. But Delocated was good. I just don't remember what it was on. Because like I said, I just watched it on TV. But Neon Joe, same thing. That was hilarious. But I still don't know what that was on. But if you guys ever come across those shows, watch them. Because if you like Black Jesus, then you'll like that too. Yeah, because I always thought Black Jesus was, was pretty interesting. Like, at first I was like, okay... Should I feel offended or no? You you are not allowed to feel offended. You are friends with me and J Rod. You are not allowed to. I'm talking about at the time. He didn't know me when I was in high school, fool. I'm just saying. <laughs> like when I first saw it, I was like, should I be offended by watching this? Because at that time, I was like, I like shock value television, but I was like, yeah, it's a little too much. But no, I I thought it was pretty good and. uh you know, once I started watching it more and more, and it's a shame they didn't go as far as they did. They they should have did more seasons than what they did. You know, especially because they had John Witherspoon on there. That's what made me watch it. That and the Boondocks. Boondocks oh, yeah. was another one. That guy who just commented, he knows his stuff about some Adult Swim. Oh yeah. I mean, they used we, to be, we, me and him will talk about that for days. <laughs> Be like, I like cheese, but um, yeah. Any other random topics we can mention about the Boondocks was so good. Oh, uh, what about Mike Tyson's mysteries? That was a good one too. That I, I think they should have kept going. The pigeon was my favorite because it was Norm Macdonald. I'm Norm gonna tell McDonald's you what show that legend. I'm going to tell you what show that caught me off guard, but the only time it was worth watching was when I was in another space. I'll go with that phrase. Um, Major Laser. Ever heard of it? 
Uh, it's the fact that I didn't hear what you said, Mike. <laughs> Major Laser. Oh, no, I've never heard of it. So Major Laser is based off of the music done by Diplo and whatnot, but they turned into an actual cartoon, where it's this Jamaican fighter, where he pretty much, it's weird. There's like a giant laser for an arm. He fights crime. It's so weird. But it's one of those shows where it's like, watching the intro, you're like, uh, and then you can't stop watching it. It's it's really like one of those shows. It's it's hard to explain. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's it's, it's just this is based off of the music. I mean, I'm pretty sure y'all listen to Diplo or you know stuff like that. I've heard a couple of tracks. When I think he did was ASAP Rocky. I think the collaboration is the only time I really listened to him. Yeah, I, I thought Major Laser was uh pretty good. I mean, mind you, it's ten minute shows. You got Hulu, it's on Hulu. Yeah. Like the whole series. Like you can literally watch the whole series in one hour, less than an hour. Like because it's the each episode was like 10 minutes long. Well, that's good for much of my attention span. <laughs> like I said, it's one of those shows that, uh you have to watch it. Matter of fact, I'm going to just show the, the preview. If you guys can see it on the, uh, to make the him Mikey play, Tron. Yeah. I'm about to play it right now. I'll well do a watch along. Sure, why not?
highest. It's the last thing I do. Yeah, you are. Yeah, that's pretty much uh, pretty much how uh, Major Laser is. Not bad, huh? I gotta let it grow on me. I like the soundtrack though. Yeah, music. Yeah, that's honestly, that's honestly, that's that's all it is. It's it's a music cartoon about a crime fighting Rastafari with a laser arm. It just sounds like the the music is what saves it to me. Bingo. Yeah, I see that. That's that's what makes it. That's what makes it that so unique. unique. It's one of those things you gotta let it. You gotta let it grow. Like I, said, I gotta let it marinate for me, but like I rather just do. I rather just listen to the the soundtrack because the cartoon wasn't gravitating towards me, honestly. I mean, mind you, it's only we literally just watched like half the show halfway in. Well, exactly. So, I mean, it should pull you in more if you're such a long time. Yeah, because we only seem like, I mean, we could have went the whole 10 minutes, but, you know, I didn't want to, for copyright reasons, play the whole episode. But, um, you getting flagged for that. Cause you know, what, too, I guess, like, the, 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 the sketch, like, the, I guess, whatever you want to call it, like, the cartoon, it looks like something from, like, my man, it's like something like Captain Planet or something. Like, plus, once again, to fully get the show. Oh, sober. <laughs> You're not going to understand it sober. You know what I'm saying? Captain Planet's my jam. All right. When I go to VA, we'll spark up and then I'll get a better. I'll watch it with a better. <laughs> with <different clarity. laughs> you got it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we will figure out the meaning of life. I mean, I'm just saying that's that's really the best way to understand because of so many references to it, to where you know, and it's typical typical because that's what goes on at a Diplo show, anyways. You know what it's too honestly like I don't really watch TV, so like when I think of Family Guy, Family Guy, I like Family Guy versus South Park because it's not it's a it's not a one track theme like everything's so sporadic. So I guess. With my with me being hardwired watching Family Guy, 
So like I'm waiting for like the pop up. I guess that's the way to categorize it, and I haven't seen them, so that's why it hasn't really gravitated. I'm like, okay. I mean, South Park. I used to like the beginning, like early South Park. I don't care for the current. It was park. cool, but like I personally can never compare it to Family Guy because Family Guy blows South Park out the water. Even though I feel like they were, they were, they probably had a three years before them. Yeah, and I think the the thing is. Um, Family Guy is able to, you know, be more diverse. Not just that, have that shock value, That's even exactly during the time for. frame that is still sensitive to people. But even beyond that, too, South Park was so redundant. Every episode, Kenny died like within like fifteen minutes in. You know what I'm saying? And then it was quick. like, that I think the kid. The only, I think the only character I liked out of it, and I hope there's no religious people in it, but I really don't care, it was Jesus and Pals. <laughs> the fact that that was Jerry's. I think the only character I really liked on South Park was uh, Cartman. That was about it. And and the piece of the goat, Isaac Hayes, when he was chef. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. I forget about chef. How could I forget about chef? We just had a conversation about that the other day. Yeah, that you compare my voice to chef. I, 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 I know. The thing, yeah. Yeah, I have the apparently like I have the, storm. How can you not remember Chef? I mean, we you had a blind moment. Because, we just we just watched a boring cartoon that's been saved by the theme song. So I guess that, we're still that's in that part of it. But once again, we're sober. That's so why. If 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 we if we if this was you know pretty cloudy in here, it'd be a different story. But we're not, and so of course. Like I say, it's one of those things you have to understand. Oh, Fez and the rest of the from that '70s show, so we can watch it for better understanding. I never watched that '70s show. I never got the hype about it. it it's really not hype. It, it, I mean, you can watch it if you play like this. It's hit or miss, but like, like you have to, like you know how you told me you have to watch this Captain Planet thingy. It's almost like that. You gotta like watch into it. Hey, Captain Planet was a shit though. Oh no, Captain Planet was cool. Yeah, Captain Planet was a shit. That and Power Rangers. You know what I'm saying? Pirates got good, but then when when every time they they changed that and there were ninjas, space rangers, oh, underwater no. fighters, and then part of the navy, I, part of the, the military. I always like the original. I always like the original. Was Kimberly your favorite, or was it Trini? Rest in peace to her. Rest in peace to her. You know what? I ain't gonna lie, and it's not because of my love for Asian women, but yeah, Trini was my favorite. I could see that, and I and I like Asian women, so I I can see that. I put Trina with Kimberly any day. Same here. I mean, it was true. Yeah, when she played on the team too. Fun oh, fact. Too. Fun fact. Jason, the Red Ranger, lives in Prince William County. And no he's way. In no way. Way. You know what this means, right? No, I don't know. You go see him? Yes. <laughs> Prince William, we. For those who Where? don't know, we, me and Master Chips live in Prince William County area. That sounds so, so richy. Huh? That sounds so richy, Prince William County. So richy. <laughs> I'm not in Prince William. I mean, Prince William is like in my backyard, but. That's why I said the area. Northern Virginia. But still, though. But then Prince, again, there's a, there's a lot of well-known people that Prince live in the North Virginia Prince William. <laughs> Shaking, <laughs> not stirred. <laughs> I mean, we also got 
Yeah. I mean, it's Northern Virginia. What do you expect? I don't know nothing about Virginia. All I know is you guys put gardens. <laughs> Pharrell. <laughs> the only thing. <laughs> King's Dominion. We're right near DC. Yeah, we're uh, very close to DC. The Verizon Center. When people used to say they were from the DMV, I really thought that they meant like the department. I didn't know that it stood for like. I ain't gonna lie, me too. Me too. <laughs> I, I, I remember I one time. I worked at the one, Department of Motor Vehicles. No, I'm just kidding. I don't. I'm about to say, must of that family guy's kid. Hold up, did, hold up, did, did Shin okay, Shinobi made a return back. Ludacris used to live. Shinobi, where really? have you been? Well, Shinobi was cooking for the family. Ah, uh, sorry. Yeah, she had to feed the family. I'm telling you, man, Shinobi is, we get it, the episode is all about Master Chibs and the legend of Master Chibs, but I'm not going to lie to you. Shinobi's been the MVP on this episode. Art is my tattoo. Yeah, so, both. I, I say both. Our tattoo is really is really playing the game. Yeah, not, not Shinobi. Much. I don't know. You getting kind of mad. Oh, Shinobi. Now, what is that tattoo? You began mad, like, yo, let me answer my question. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, that's what you're talking about. <laughs> <I know, right? laughs> I don't know. Shinobi's just been on it since the start of the show. I still gotta look. I gotta. I gotta roll with the master. Master got point. Artist is the game of the show, Joel. Were you? Yeah, I just had a hard time logging in because I couldn't find the link. Oh, well, I'm talking about since the show started. Show started at eight. You hit up. Oh yeah, I probably came like what 15 after something like that. No, you didn't. You came in like after nine. (laughs) Oh no, no. Oh yeah. Let me see what time I text you. Hold on, that could be a nice baseline of it. Uh huh. I was late as hell. Uh huh. No, I came in about about a quarter after eight thirty. But I was trying to find before I text you. I'm talking about till we officially put you on. Okay, still though, that's still a, a little good check. Don't be trying to use my word. No English. No, master kid is my heart. <laughs> I know you support me all the way, buying half of the product that I had on Friday. Yo. That had that blew my mind last Friday. Friday, she bought like a good chunk of you and a bunch of other fans. I was like, You go, girl. Yeah, I was like, Thank you so much for the freebies. Because uh, how long have you been in business for, Master? I've been baking since I was seven. And as far as like my business, I've been doing this for a year now. Okay, I wish you well. I wish you well, MC. I appreciate that. I, Listen, I just thought of that. Hold up, which MC were you talking about? Well, I'm using here. I'm well, Master Shino, Master Shibs. Oh, oh I didn't Master even realize Shib- that. Sorry. Because I just thought about it right now. Because like whenever I used to listen to like a a remix of Mariah Carey, the DJ used to call her MC. So I'm just rolling that over. Carey, through that, um, Master Shibs actually came from my love of playing Halo because. Obviously, Master Chief. So I played like all the Halos, and I can appreciate can appreciate that type of shooting game. <laughs> Aside from my nickname, Fibs. 
The Legend of Master Chews. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. That was a fun night though at the at the concert Friday. Yeah. Yeah. It's always nice I mean, to get together. Especially when I'm out of retirement. By the way, Shinobi, if you're out there listening. You already know what time it is. <laughs> Cold stone time. Hell yeah. Now that I think about it, <laughs> I only got morning shift at Fossil this weekend. Yeah, I'm getting me some that you know now. Kenobi, I'm getting some Cold Stone Saturday after I get off work. If the place is open, like, I am going to shoot you a message and say, hey, man, I'm getting ice cream. Matter of fact, if it's as hot as it is tomorrow, like it was today and the day before, you might get a call from me tomorrow evening letting you know that, hey, man, I'm going to Cold Stone. It's hot as hell out here. Past two days have been ridiculous hot. So hot. You boy, today was fucking blazing. Blazing is, I mean, when I left work, mind you, this was after the gym. This was after work. This was after training. I got in my car. It was already like 98 degrees in the oh, car man. at six o'clock. That's ridiculous. Hot. It was like round two of sweating again. I was like, this is not cool. How's my fuzz? Yeah, no shit. You know? <laughs> That's her catchphrase. <laughs> Obi-Wan Shinobi. Here we go. Obi-Wan Shinobi and Master Chips. That sounds like something out of a comic. It does. MC and Shinobi. There you go. See, we're helping you out with marketing, man. When you get famous, team up now. So, see, it only took us 14 years to get back together. Yeah, like, and it feels so good. Singing, Mike, you got the quiet stone voice. No, I don't. First off, I got no, I don't have no, I can't sing, I got no game, and I can't, I got no rap. Y'all need to stop with this junk. Hold on, hold on. I don't care about that. I'm talking about. Your Motown voice, that Barry White that you be pulling I don't off. Have a, I don't have a Motown voice. LFG, no. Shinobi. LFG. <laughs> I don't have it, okay? Jordan, you need to stop hyping these people about my voice being like Motownish and all that. Y'all y'all going to have people thinking, hey, you really... Yeah. Like, I mean, play you could work on it and make it, and make it work for you. I mean, if, Listen, we I'm, I'm exactly if William Hung... Can sound like Ricky Martin, and he failed dramatically, and he got a book a book deal. The sky's the limit. Book deal? I'm, I'm not book William. Yeah, he wrote a book. I'm Mike. I no, mean, you can't ex- to him considering where he started. I'm I mean, just saying, realize he got a book deal. You can't he expect me to walk in the room. I mean, I, I get it. I mean, you can't expect me to like walk in a room and grab a mic and be like, <clears throat> you know, tonight is a night for love. You know, I, I want to touch you where the lights don't go. It is a night. You got two books. Love, love And then get like a book deal off of it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, self-help book. One's called Champion by Choice. And this one sounds like an x-ray movie. William Hung, Hanging with the Hung. 
hell? Hey, wow. Uh-huh. That sounds like a Mike Thunder reference. But the funny part is the fact that <laughs> I don't know. Like, inspiration. Oh, another book he has inspiration, William Hung. Damn. Have we been inspired already? Yeah, it sounds like you seem inspired. Like this whole episode, Joel, you seem inspired. Listen, <laughs> if, if a guy from San Francisco and he made it big 20 years ago from a Puerto Rican singer. I mean, hey, I can I can sound like a Russian singer then and pull it off. Oh, really? You have to find your audience, your target. Of course. That's one hundred percent. I mean, Mike will will promote you one hundred percent. I know. I'm a I got you by choice. William Hung. <laughs> I'm gonna buy that book on Amazon. Oh, how old is he now? <laughs> what? How old is he now? He looks old in that picture. Oh, and he's old as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, he's old in the picture. Yeah. how old he is. I'm going to find out right now. Dude, just I mean, he's 38 years old. He's old as fuck. No. He said it like so. He's old as fuck. You checked out. You just didn't know the digits. Yeah, it dude just said straight up, he's old as fuck. Like, he's saying, he was on American Idol 20 years ago. So we just throw that 20 is in there, you know? <laughs> wow. I know, but it was just how you started. 40, like, like, let's say he was 20 when that happened. You're telling me he's 40 years old? Yeah, only 20 years. It'll be 20, yeah. 40 is not <laughs> old. 40 is so far from old. No, I know. I'm just... <laughs> he looks old, yes. But I don't think 40 is old yet. Well, there's some things you can't be doing at 40. Let's just put it like that. Let's reword that. I mean, like like what? For yeah. example. Please, enlighten me. All right. Okay. Inspire us. Yeah, please. Look, we it's our turn to go to the learning tree since you're usually at the, the learning tree, Joel. I'm no learning tree. I'm just thinking like, like I don't up. know. So, so every episode, you don't say you'd be at the learning tree whenever you come on the show. Oh, I shut the fuck up. I'm, I'm a student. Well, this is our turn to do that. Come on. Like, we want to see what you mean. We're at the learning tree now. You're the teacher. Come on. Talk. Is my my POV might be different from you guys. So That's I'm technically okay. not a teacher. Compare and contrast. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 40s old going to a club. I see a lot of 40-year-olds in the club. I mean, going to a bar, so I guess like those 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 clubs is like meant for like twenty year olds, like that. I mean, like going okay, to a so rate. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's a perfect. That's one. that's not for forty year olds. You rape, don't want to be forty yeah. years old and get low on somebody. <laughs> I you go to a rave, you're gonna leave with freaking arthritis in every part of your body, like. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. But I mean, yes, because I'm not too far off. I mean, I, what, what, 40, I, I just don't think that's old, honestly. So it was old, I just, just I meant it in like in a comical context, I didn't mean really he was 40, like, I'm 35, so like, the table's turning, just like, those like, going down. So as far as being old, I almost feel like you're, you're only five years from 40. 
Yeah, but the thing is too, like when I joke around, I make sure that I'm the butt of the joke too. Mike understands my my. Yeah, oh, now you don't understand me, Mike. I don't know what you're talking about, dog, but I'm listening. Honestly, I just I just wanted to know because as far as I'm concerned, I just don't think that 40 is old. But then again, like I said, just, I mean, there's certain things, I guess. Just, look, it just really just, depends, I guess. You're just giving me a reason to show off my pearly whites, Joel. Go ahead, by all means. This is America. <laughs> just, this is America. <laughs> wow, you'll get flag fish on of your teeth, right? No, it's, I got it's censored a for typing in the word bound on this channel. <laughs> I was doing a bound for glory pay-per-view and they would not let me type the word bound. Really? Wow. Yeah. I got kicked off like, for Facebook typing? because just typing bound? Yeah. It, it was See, weird. No, I'm going with Shinobi's. I'm going with Shinobi's answer. Forty isn't old. It wasn't as that long as It was just joking around. I mean, like I said, it was twenty years ago when he was singing American Idol with no, was it Simon and was it what's home what's homegirl named Paul Abdul? Yeah. yeah. See, they're older. They're up there for sure. They all look. No. Paul was fucking sixty. Yeah. Speaking speaking of Paul Abdul, still look pretty though. We're we're about to bring in one more. To the panel, we're bringing in um, pretty much the guy who helps sets everything up with all things Mike World Order in terms of guests, promoting. You know, we both work busy jobs, but days where I'm like kicked in the fourth gear and I'm like, hey, are, could you be able to do this for me? He's like, no worry, I got you, son. Coming in at this hour, we got our man J Rod. Hello there. What's happening, bro? Bonjour. What's going on, brother? What's going on, brother? I'm trying to fix this whole fucking camera shit. I'm hey, Rod, you are on live with the one and the only Master Chibs. Joel. And, uh, of course, Logan Slater, our new co-host. Logan of Mike Slater! Rodeo. What's going on? Relax. Doing the two sweet. Logan, sorry, I had to make you guys laugh with that uh, promo cutting for the uh, MMT Pro Wrestling. I think that shit was hilarious. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Yo, that, that dude was something else, man. He was. Ooh, Mikey Sparks or? Not Mikey, some other guy. What, some guy was being a dick or something? What? Oh, my Lord, he wished death upon the guy. Really? Why? Because <sighs> he couldn't you? get a date. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. Probably hasn't touched grass in seven months. I mean, hey, I'm That's I'm, 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 I'm I'm with the guy. I, I feel his pain. Nah, um, nah, no reason to be salty over that though. That's just maybe somebody should just hug the guy. I'm not hugging him. I'm not hugging him either. I'm just saying somebody. I ain't saying. The <laughs> Mikey Stars, no. what's up? <laughs> I, I mean, I might take a bamboo thing and just there's your hug. Oh, hit him with a bamboo stick. Don't hug him. Oh, from a shift in the line. Suplex. 
comments that we expect. Damn, on man. We all have. Oh, no Mikey starts. Mikey, there are children present. Jeez, I'm. Wait a minute. I mean, Logan, aren't you the youngest one in the group right now? You need to shh. Wait a minute, what? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm the oldest one in the group besides Liam Savage if he shows up. Uh, no, nah, he's at work. Oh, Liam's at work. Amen. Yeah, he. I had him laughing the other day, show... so I call him the living legend Liam Savage. He, he usually shows up on uh, if we do, like the Friday night special private sessions. Which Master Chips, you're more than welcome to join in whenever we do a um, the Friday night sessions. It's basically the same thing. We're shooting the shit, except that uh, the only difference between the Friday night sessions and the regular sessions is we're physically and, you know, and we do it private so nobody can see it. Got it. I mean, it's kind of like a VIP type session because most of the guys that go in there, they're going to appreciate the invite. Thank you. Yeah. You're more, you're more than welcome. Oh, thank you. Logan Slater brings the comedy. That way, look, that way you can bring more of your business. That way you can bring more of your business out to other people. Because right. I guess apparently I'm going to be the guy shipping your stuff out. <laughs> You're the handler. I'm the handler. Do you use Cash App or you have Venmo? I use Cash App, Venmo, PayPal. I don't do PayPal. PayPal is not. No. PayPal is PayPal anything but your pal. PayPal screwed me over one time. Same here. PayPal is whack. Venmo but, uh, is actually a fuck PayPal. PayPal. of PayPal. Mostly, but it works a lot better than PayPal does. I use PayPal mostly a uh, Zell and uh, Cash App. I use I use I use Zell once in a while. I, I use Zell because it connects to my. I only use PayPal to pay my New Japan uh, World app. Every month, so I'm good with that. Wait, which app? New the, Japan. Uh, PayPal, just for the new, oh, the new Japan World app, New mm -hmm. Japan Pro Wrestling. Because I'm a wrestling fan. That is a. I'm J Rod, by the way. <laughs> yeah, he's he's basically the guy. That's that money helps. well spent, J Rod, on New Japan World. Uh, yeah, man. Like I said, I love it. I get to watch the old and new. That's the best. That's the, that's the reason why I love watching the New Japan uh, because I get to watch the live, you know, the live championship shows. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm gonna, I, I share the um, that with Mike too. I gave him my, my account whenever he wants to watch it, you know, because I know he's a big wrestling fan. Yeah. In exchange for what? I gave you up my fight account and. You, did I give you my? I gave you my account? WWE account too, but then the Peacock, the Cock Network took it over. Yeah, I think. Did I give you my Peacock account? No, I got my own. Oh, you got your own? Okay. Yeah, yeah I pretty much let. I got so many people piggybacking off of the Peacock account. Now that's one thing I like about. Hmm? Are they watching Saved by the Bell? Oh, I love Saved the by the Bell. One, I, I don't care too much for the new one. I like the old ones. I mean, the old one is definitely legit, but as far as the new one, I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen it. But I heard the new one. I've heard mixed reviews on the new one. Same here. Like I, I've oh, heard by the way, rest in peace, Screech. And fuck cancer. Yeah. 
That's crazy. May he rest in peace. Speaking of say by the bell, which one of y'all's character was y'all favorite on the show? I like Zach. Zach. AC Slater. I'm gonna call you AC Slater from now on. That's fine. I feel like Kelly, um, Tiffany, Amber Thiessen. Yeah, I follow her on Instagram. She just I, think I actually had like a, watch a lot of the shows that she's actually been in. I like when she was on Suits. Was it Suits she was on? That, that show on, on USA? White Collar? White Collar. It was one of the. There you go. Was, she's on White Collar. I was more of a Jesse Spano fan. Ew. I only like Jesse when she played on Showgirls. Yes, yeah, I, I agree on that one. <laughs> the original member of the Me Too movement. That's why I consider Jesse Spano. What? Oh, yeah, on the show, like the original. If, she's the founder of the Me Too movement. Now I think about it. I, I can see that, but that kind of makes her hypocritical because she was on Showgirls. Well, I mean, everyone is a hypocrite to a certain degree. Let, let, yeah, you know? but yeah, she but come that on. That was now. in character, man. It was just a. It was just a character, she yeah. Was she was just playing the character of the Me Too movement. She wasn't part well, of it. She probably well, wasn't stripping outside of the show. I don't know what that I is. mean, obviously, we knew that, J-Rod. That's why we were laughing at how the occurrence of it is. The only thing I did not like was when when Tori came in. Like, who would date Tori? She was ugly to me. I she, thought Tori looked Tori good. Was she, wasn't boy, like she was cute, though. I get her. Oh, happy one. days. Got she it. was cute when she didn't dress like a guy. Yeah, but she had the leather. Well, you know what the thing was ridiculous? You're in California. You're wearing a leather jacket when it's 90 degrees. I know she stunk. You, you, you <laughs> knew she stunk. You in Southern California? She probably didn't even wear deodorant. <laughs> oh, my God. That's how nasty she looked. He might have hairy armpits. She probably does. She yeah. probably yeah. Crazy, though. I was not a yeah. fan of her hair. There was another just, one that used to give the one when the, the summer episodes where you used to like work at the Stacey Cor- I love her. Stacy Cor- Cor- yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Stacy was. She's she she still cute. She had that long guy on attitude. <laughs> I'm sure oh she gosh. really has the attitude in real life, too. But she was what? She grew up under Scientology? Yeah, mm-hmm. like that. until she got I love to the King of Queens. <laughs> that was a funny show. Yeah, it was that. actually a good show. She did play yeah, a good role. I, enjoyed that. That I used to get so mad watching that show sometimes. Why? I was like, how could a big dude like Kevin James pull that off? And he was a UPS fan too. That's a crazy part. <laughs> I was like, how does a big dude man. like him pull off someone that fine? Wait, and he was well, because he, because he he was in the same wrestling high school team with Mick, uh, with Mick Foley. I guess. I guess so. Yeah. Wait, did they get married well, in real life? Because you guys are no, nah. I was just okay. no, just seeing how they I was were on say, the show. I was like, so like seeing how they were on the show. Trying to I'm figure like, it out as far as the show is concerned. Yeah. I was like, did I miss something? No, no. I'm just talking about the show in general. No, they didn't get really married. No, like it was just a show. Mm-hmm. It was a funny show. And I think oh, yeah, after the show got canceled, son, they went. He went do on move, uh, do some movies here and there. True. What was another good show too? I like Two and a Half Men before it got ruined by Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, Ashton Kutcher was horrible. I don't know what it is about Ashton. It's a good. Because we got too used show. to him smoking weed on a show called that '70s show. 
you know what it was? Like what Ashley fire. Kutcher was to Charlie Sheen was kind of like how they messed up Spider-Man 3 and they put Eric Foreman as Venom. It didn't go away. There's just something about Ashton Kutcher that anything he does, it just... He dated Demi Moore. Ooh. I ain't gonna lie. I thought Demi Instead Moore. of bad thing, she actually was pretty attractive. She still Not- is. Oh, I never found her attractive to me. Really? She didn't find her attractive because she was a mom. She was like in her 50s and stuff. I like but older she women. fantastic. Yeah, I was about to say, what's wrong with older women? <laughs> I love older women. You already know my plan. I like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, all-time favorite show, Seinfeld. Seinfeld restaurant, I love. Um, for me, Married with Children. I'm going, I have to go with uh, Stanford and Son. Sanford and Son? Yeah. For me, it was Miami Vice. You can't go wrong with Red Fox. I got to give you credit on Seinfeld. That's, that's yeah. I think I grew up too fast. That's that's probably what the problem was. Because my uncle had me watching Miami Vice when I was three years old. I saw a lot of buns out there. In the Bronx? Trying to pick up all those old mommies? Yeah. White linen suit. I was like, damn, I want to go to Miami. Hey, I want to see what's that. I have my linen outfit on today. <laughs> Then it's on Blame my uncle. He was the one that got me got me into that show. Hey, I love my linen outfits now. I can't talk about the linen suits, dog. I saw yo, your outfit. Yo, you can't go on. Yeah. You look fresh. Okay. You can't you can't go wrong with Crocs and tells with those suits, man. Yeah, but you probably wore that going to Sea Town, right? Get some get some or something like that. By the Carida, by Dykeman. <laughs> probably. <laughs> got me some mofongo Where are the mofongo? <laughs> Go to the Dominican bodega. Oh man, I can't wait to go to New York this uh, summer. Yeah, we gotta do it in August. Hey, I'm that. Let me know when in August. I'm down. All right, I hit you up. Yeah, we're going live. We're going live, brother. <laughs> and then you can meet to all. You, and that's the funny part because mostly all the independent wrestlers that I know that I'm good friends with, they all live in New York. I'm down for it. Hey, I'm down. It's it's man. Last time I was in New York like that was for an Italian wedding, and it was so odd because um me and little Daryl were the only black dudes there. And the only reason why I brought Daryl with me is because Daryl was like six foot seven, three thirty. So in case something were to break out, I had backup. I wasn't invited to the wedding, so I was okay with that. I mean, it was a legit Italian wedding, you know. Maybe he was trying to fit in? No, I got invited by my coworker. Uh, It's just that I wasn't going to go alone. Why why your coworker was going to send you? Oh, that's weird. All the way to New York? Well, that's... well. You know, this coworker was actually a good friend, and uh, her I'm family, New York, her family ended up not going to her wedding. Certain family members, so she asked me if I would go, and I said, "Sure, I'd love to." Plus, it gave me a reason to go on a small vacation, anyways, because I'm one of those types. I don't go on vacations that often. Like the pretty much the most vacations I had was during the pandemic when I wasn't working, you know? Mm. 
Like seriously, I'm I'm one of those types of if I don't have a reason to, to go on vacation, I'm not. I would go a full year calendar year working if I wanted to. I could see that I'm the same way. I'm going on my first vacation and I don't know how long next see? week. So thank God. And you should. Everyone should go on vacation. No, I'm going to New York with my wife and kids because they want to go shopping and nice. spend money. I said, good, you have your own money. Go spend your own money. <laughs> I'll book the hotel and get everything, and then you go spend your money on stores. I'll figure out what I'm going to do. You child free? I'll go, I'll, go, I'll, go, I'll go check you out. Yeah, let me know. Yeah. I'll be in Manhattan. That's perfect. But I might, I might take a surprise visit to Queens to go see a friend of mine. Hello. Yeah. MWO coming to New York. Yeah, coming soon. MWO is getting big. Stars, where, where from New York are you from? Because he's, he's in the Bronx. He's in the Bronx. Yeah, I think just... Mikey starts in the Bronx. The Bronx version of Myron Reed. He's from Brooklyn. He's at Brooklyn. He's in Brooklyn. Brooklyn? Oh, I thought he yeah. was from the Bronx. That's all one spot. Aren't we going to Brooklyn anyways? Yeah, we're going to Brooklyn next month. Yeah. Well, I ain't going to no Brownsville. Nah, somewhere. <laughs> he said, no, I'm not going to Brownsville. <laughs> Brown, Brown, for all you folks, what Brownsville, Brooklyn is. is what That's what Biggie's from, in the, basically. In New York City. <laughs> I thought Biggie Small was from uh, Bed-Stuy. Ah, Brownsville, they right next to each other. Joel, Joel, why do you remind me of the alchemist? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. I feel like right now, all of us sitting together, I feel like this is like a real live version of Fuck That's Delicious with Action Bronson. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, Alchemist is one of my favorite producers, too, honestly. Fuck That's Delicious. No, I'm not familiar. So, rapper, action, <clears throat> and a few yeah, he of his buddies, yeah, he lost like over 150 pounds. So him and a bunch of his other rapper friends and producers, they would travel all over the world to different restaurants and check out the foods, even locally, because while he was rapping, Action Bronson was also a master chef. Okay. A lot of people didn't know that, because mm-hmm. he's actually from uh, Kosovo. So because of that, they, his show was all about going to all these different restaurants around the world, parts of New York, like all around the U.S., where, um, you know, they're trying all these different dishes. And that's pretty much the name of the show was, Fuck, That's Delicious. Oh. Wasn't there also a show called Ugly Delicious? Never heard of it. I thought I saw it on Netflix. But I mean, it's on Hulu if you ever want to check it out. Like, you can add that to your. I do love watching like cooking shows. Oh, yeah. I I love that before they did in uh, Japan where they were trying all different types of whiskey and all that. They were eating puffer fish and whiskey. Yeah. Oh, I've I've grown a love back again for Japanese whiskey, even though I bought me a bottle of uh, Ichiko sake. Um, oh yeah, only because I used to watch the commercials on my Japanese wrestling DVDs for uh, 
the Ichiko commercials when talking about their alcohol. And you'd hear like this smooth Motown voice in Japanese that'd be like, I, I know, I know, Joel, how crazy, huh? They'd be like, they'd be like, Korea, Ichiko. <laughs> like, that's how they would sound. They would have like this Japanese Motown. <laughs> My bad, Joel, did I catch you off guard? So this guy. Yeah, but speaking of alchemists, there's a there's a good history with alchemists. You know how um it's funny that he started a rap group with Scott King, which is James uh Ken's son, years ago. They were like 13, 14 years old. They did a rap video together long time ago. I know him more. Alchemist in Beverly Hills. Yeah, he did. He's from Beverly Hills. Ended up going to NYU and he ended up working with he ended up linking up with Mob D. Now you go from like this. Light, looks his last house to the dirtiest part. He went to Queensbridge. <laughs> Queensbridge is one of the worst neighborhoods in New York. Not neighborhood projects. No, that whole area is horrible. Right by the 59th Street Bridge? I mean, they just that's like, boost. That's like Queensbridge in the Bronx. Listen, nothing's stopping the Bronx. The Bronx is the worst borough of all. It is. They only got like two I know because I, I lived there before. I only go to like the areas of New York I never thought I'd be in. Just don't like go to my, the Bronx. That's I've it. Been in. <laughs> don't go to the Bronx. Go to Fordham in Little Italy. That's it. Anywhere else, don't go to the Bronx. <laughs> Look, watching Spike Lee movies was my tour guide to New York City as a kid. Oh, that's Brooklyn. Yeah, but still, though, it was my tour guide. Like, no lie, when it came to the Italian wedding, the first thing that came to mind was Jungle Fever. Because exactly. Wesley Snipes. That's what it is, yeah. Because no, Wesley Snipes was the yeah. Italian woman. And that scared the shit out of me when they said, oh, it's an Italian wedding. First thing that came to mind was that movie. So I was like, Daryl, you're going with me. Listen. Jess, I'd rather have him go to City Island before he go to Little Italy. I ain't never going to Little Italy. Exactly. I don't want you to. It's about four of them. I mean... I'd rather, go, I'd rather you go to Koreatown than Manhattan downtown. So you I mean, I've been to Koreatown and Flushing. Flushing? Oh, you're bugging, son. Koreatown, right underneath the garden where all, the, where all those people selling those fake Nikes and the hookers be a block away. Look, I, I didn't. Thought you from, wait a minute, isn't that Jackson Heights? Jackson Heights in Queens. I'm talking about Koreatown. Is yeah, in that's in Queens. Maybe... Flushing. Oh, the... He's talking about the other Koreatown. He's not talking about the yeah, one in Flushing. Oh, that's the safe over there. The, the, the ghetto in Queens. Yeah, I had a friend by, of mine. My city fields. I had a friend of mine, Doug, who, um, at the time when I first moved to Virginia, um, he was like one of the first few friends I made up here. And he's originally from Flushing. And there was one night he was like, I just got to go there. He was like, you want to ride with me since you're still new to the area? And I was like, sure. You know, five hours later, five and a half hours later, we're in Flushing. And, man, it was a wild weekend to where coming back at work that Monday, I was just quiet. It was like, Mike, you good? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Well, honestly, but Flushing is a really nice area. Went to Flushing. It is. You never you, you ever been to Flushing? Well, me, yeah, I've been to Flushing. 
But you haven't been to the ghetto part of Flushing. Nah, Projects right by the cemetery? Yeah. That's still nice. Some some areas weren't nice back then, I'll tell you that. Right by Roosevelt Avenue, that's a nice area. I grew up I grew up I grew up in Manhattan, but I've been to a couple of Mets games. Trust me, back then it was not <laughs> it was not nice. <laughs> a lot changed it? because of the Blasio, you know, and Giuliani and Bloomberg and whatnot. Think well, the Blasio, right. well, he hasn't done nothing, but Bloomberg changed New York a lot though. He made it a little bit cleaner. <laughs> That's wild. Anywho, so we're about two and a half hours in. As I figure, let's go ahead and uh, close the episode because I'm not Mike Freeland. I'm not going to go five <laughs> hours. Like the, I try not to go past the 11 o'clock mark because I got to be right back up at 530. And before it was six, but now it's 530 because it takes me longer to get ready because – yeah, I'm like them old cars. You gotta like put oil in thing, like, and uh, mm-hmm. uh make sure I'm, the, I'm the old guy in the group. Yeah, but I'm the oldest. This is already way past my bedtime. I know, right? We got you breaking curfew, Master Chibs. Like, I know you gotta like continue doing what you do best, being the queen of fleets. You know, because that's pretty much gonna be your moniker from now on. It just got a nice ring to it. When uh, my husband was going to school, he actually had to do like a little mock-up of a business. And he had asked me, he's like, what should I do? And I was like, I was making macarons at the time. So I was like, just make it Mac Queen. You know, you just gave me an idea. And then we just uh, built a little business model from there. You just gave me a really good idea. Hey, Mike World Order crew. If mm-hmm. any of y'all out there know how to recreate the New Japan logo, but instead of New Japan Pro Wrestling, and then at the bottom, King of Sports, can we got to where it says Master Chibs and at the bottom, Queen of Sweets? And then, like, the center is, like, for macaroons in the center. If y'all know anyone who knows how to do that, let me know so we can you know turn what? an actual graphic. Because that would be actually cool. Listen, I know someone uh, in India that can do it for somebody. nothing. Let me send me the information after this, and, and I'll, hire, I'll see. If you, I'll hire him, and I'll just forward you the approval. Bingo! See, there you go, Master Chips. We got you, and someone to make you a new logo. I am actually in the process of a logo, so if anybody has any ideas, I'm, I'm open. We just did. I mean, that's just that's did. different though, because Queen of Sweets. I've never actually thought to actually go by that. You kind of just put it out there. That's well, kind of dope, though, so MC. Very, very nice. Yeah, I mean, if I, I wouldn't put it out there if I didn't believe in it. True. I appreciate that. It so, was when Mike believes in it, he believes in it. Trust me. Thank you. You guys see, yeah. Mike is a DJ. Uh, and I reported it right here, but it's not. Clean up on our twice. We're going to meet you. This is no definitely just into I know, right? <laughs> See, we done helped you out with the logo. We got you out there, you know. I gotta yeah. make sure, you know, you're taking care of man, your family, you sister. So I gotta make sure that you're uh well taken care of. I appreciate that. I mean any anywhere I can any anywhere I can help to help get, you know, your business going. 
No problem. Keep on Mike, you're almost doing. like you're almost like DJ Khaled. You always want you collaborate everybody. You make sure they win. Oh yeah. What? Because that's what caused me to win. When someone, all it takes is that one person to you know give someone a chance and say, "Hey, you got something." That's what Mike Freeland did for me with Front Row Material. When he did mm -hmm. that, all I've been doing since then is been paying it forward. It's just that the only odd part is it's mostly women that's been stepping up to the invitation. Nice. That's not a bad thing. Hmm? That's a great thing. No, I'm just <laughs> saying it is a great thing, but I'm just saying, like, most men are the ones that keep, you know, saying, well, how come you won't let me on your show? I've thrown it out there for you, but you never accept it. To where every time I've done the open invitations, it's been the women that step up. better, too, when you have women because they draw more of a fan base. That's I mean, true. I wouldn't say that. Our highest episode is still Renee Dupree. But, um, who's all right, so you had that one hit, but think compared to the consistency you've had with females, it's it's been very, very heavy. Um, last week, when one hit wonder isn't high compared to the consistency, you know? and then, uh, that's why I put out that post a couple weeks ago. How do you guys feel about a, a all women's episode of on the panel? And for those who paid attention earlier. When we do an upcoming episode of the Great American Bash series in July, we are going to have an all-female panel on the show. This is so perfect. Stay tuned for that. We will get a specific date. Master Chibs, if there's a specific Wednesday that you want to pick outside of the seven, you let me know, and we'll make it happen. I will. Thank you. You know, I'll work with your schedule. I appreciate that. I have a crazy schedule. Oh, of course, me too. That's why I'm very accommodatable. But as soon as you mentioned this Wednesday, I was like, you know what? I can do it. Here I am. See, the universe tends to fall into place. Mm -hmm. Everything happens for a reason, for sure. Exactly. In the MWO. Just like you said it. In the MWO. Because when you're MWO, you're MWO for life. <laughs> Master Chips, how can everyone find you on social media in case they want to reach you, join your fan base, have some orders, or hire Kenobi and uh, Art for Tattoo, whatever her Art screen is name is. <laughs> Art is my tattoo for questioning. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram, Chibs LLC. That's C-H-I-B-S-L-L-C on Facebook and Instagram. If you want to place any orders, you can message. And I would be happy to create any of your requests. And I also make pinatas. Whoa. Hold up, pinatas? I mentioned that really, but I can make pinatas. And that I can actually send anywhere. So... You hear that, Joelle? I um, I'm I'm trying to follow follow her Instagram page real quick. Hey Jesse, pinatas you use that for the kids? Yeah, for batting practice. Exactly, batting practice, batting practice, and when you need to blow off some steam, in that case, start getting the truckload running for J Rod. Alrighty. Joel Galley, for those who want to reach you on social media, 
How I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not in special, but I guess just my Instagram is I sample. I mean, I don't know what to follow. I mean, I'm not promoting them, but okay. Doesn't matter. You're no, you're the stats guy, though. You're part of MWO, so pretty much you're. you're I part sample of on Instagram. I and sample. I'll, I'll, I'll follow, I'll follow you back. But if you like one of those stupid people that, that want to do a like Bitcoin or whatever, or those cash out things, I'm gonna decline you. For personal business use only. <laughs> it's just I hate that. Like I requested, and then like this sugar mama out of nowhere says, "I'm rich. I'm gonna send you three thousand dollars. You gotta send me eighty dollars first. I'm like, yo, I don't even. You look like freaking Marcy from Married with Children. Stop it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and J Rod. How can well we already know how we can find you. Um, I know where you live, but how must one find you on social media? Social media, Instagram, J Rod number one. Same thing with Twitter, J Rod number one. And uh no Insta and uh what is it? Yeah, it's J Rod number one on Instagram and then Jesse Rodriguez on Facebook. If you feel like they, you know. Just make sure you know that I'll you know not accept the phone list. Just kidding. <laughs> J Rod Numero. Um, you also can follow me on Twitch TV dot J Rod Numero underscore one. And I think that's pretty much it. I do have an announcement to make, but I'll talk that about I guess some other time. Yeah, we'll we'll save that for this Sunday's MWO watch along. And also, last but not least, no reason why I'm making him last this time because it's a special occasion. Because not only is he the newest member of the Mike World Order, but he is now named the new co-host of Mike World Order alongside me. Logan Slater, how can we find you on social media? And how can people watch your live streams on Twitch? You can find me on social media at Ant. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter under the at Demon Scorpio13. You can find me on Twitch at Twitch. Dot TV slash order entertain 2020. So what upcoming shows we got with order entertainment 2020 tomorrow night, we got new Japan strong. Yes. The final bad, episode it. and Jeff Cobb has been fixed. Well, um, tell me. The final <laughs> episode before wrestle kingdom. Hey, wrestle kingdom during the summer. Why not? I thought it was going to be called Summer Struggle. Well, I mean, the game, the game is in the month of January, so I'm going by that schedule. Oh, okay. Oh, gotcha. Makes sense, brother. Mm -hmm. But, um, okay, and I guess myself, for those who are trying to join the Mike World Order, you can find me at Twitter at MikeUnit. That's Mike with five eyes. You can also find me on Instagram and Twitch at MikeWorldOrder. And you can also find my merch at tinyurl.com slash mwomerch. That's for those who want the T-shirts, the baby outfits, and the tank tops. Ladies, if you want leggings, booty shorts, tank tops, Thongs. That is by separate order through Customized Girl. And we only Ooh, do it by three orders. You send me the size, I ask for the payment, 
you will get your order within less than two weeks, guaranteed. And I don't charge shipping. Booty shorts, yeah. Hey, why not, right? So that being yeah. said, guys, I thank you for coming on the show. Master Chips, thank you for coming on as a guest. If by any chance, aside from Great American Bash next month, could we pull your leg on coming back on another episode in the future? Of course. Just hit me up. MC, I wish you nothing but the best of the family. Thank you, Joel. I appreciate that. Same to you and yours. And sorry for being coming on the show late. <laughs> I mean, J-Law is basically... He's the backstage guy, but when he comes on, he comes on and, you know, because pre pretty much J-Rod's the co-host of MWO Watch Alongs on Sundays. Uh, Logan Slater is also part of the group that does the private sessions on Friday nights with Craig Classic, you know. Yeah, usually the Watch Alongs, we get whoever we can get on the show. It's fun yeah. to do the best we can. The Watch Alongs is when we really, yeah, we just talk shit about wrestling matches. You don't even have to be a wrestling fan to get it. It's just the whole fun of making fun of it, you know? And the brutality of it. Exactly. Throwing that out there in case you want to join in, you or your husband on a Sunday and just get a good laugh at the expense of pro wrestling. Well, I appreciate that. Or you could talk about baked goods. Oh, yeah. Cakes, definitely we can talk muffins, about that. Like, we can always talk about anything. that. Anything. Anything that has to do with food because us men love food. Food's good. Food is great. Food is good. Yeah. Food is I'm great. coming to y'all's house Thanksgiving. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it seemed like on the Thanksgiving discussion, y'all were giving, were throwing out like zingers of, come over for Thanksgiving. I think Shinobi did the same thing too. So, yeah, I'm going to see y'all on Thanksgiving with my, I'm going to make a giant batch of fried rice too. So. You're going to say, it's going to be an Asian Thanksgiving shoot. I don't want to be in it. That's pretty much how it's been every year. It's been either fried rice or a noodle dish. Nothing special. I might make Singapore made It might be special to me. I never had an Asian Thanksgiving before. Shit. Welcome to Virginia. I mean, we always end up having just an American Thanksgiving. I don't think I've... We've done a Friendsgiving where my cousins, we did a potluck, and my cousin brought empanadas. And these empanadas, we thought that he did not make. He actually made homemade by hand. And now he actually has his own business. So, honestly. Is he, is he the guy at DMV Empanadas? Uh, no, he's Ellie's Empanadas. Okay, I've heard, I've heard of that one, too. Yeah, so you should definitely check him out. His empanadas are amazing. They're based off oh, Filipino man. empanadas, of course, because everybody has Filipino empanadas. I never had Filipino empanadas. They are. I'm used to like Puerto Rican or Dominican. Puerto Rican. I've had, I've had like Peruvian. I've had the, I've had the um, Bolivian ones. Like, everybody has a different name for them too, but I've had Korean close empanadas. relation. You've had what? Korean empanadas. Interesting. So the, the place that I work at, we on occasions they used to come out all the time, but because of the pandemic, they only show up on Fridays, maybe one or two of them. But we'll get like food trucks, like the Filipino one. We got like this, we got like this Korean 
Mexican hybrid one. Mexican like, hybrid? Yes. Dude, dude, it is. Dude, don't knock it. It is. No, 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 no. Just the word Mexican hybrid in the same sentence. That's why. Yeah. Korean Mexican hybrid. Yeah. It's like, you know, bulgogi um, empanadas. They had like different types of, they got like, when they do tacos instead of your typical, you know, onion, you know, garnish, they do like kimchi slaw. Like it's, it's check fun. out um if you like that check out bebop in uh where's bebop at? bebop's in fairfax so if you ever like come out and see the boys and stuff like that check it out it's by uh, i think it's ranch 99 is i'm literally movie. i'm literally in that area every monday through friday so so yeah i mean check out bebop they okay. have like um they have like uh imagine a Korean Chipotle. Ooh. Say no more. Korean Mexican hybrid. Say no more. Yeah. Look, all you got to do, say no more. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah I kind of like, I, I kind of want to do something, do something different because it's like, I'm tired of eating like Puerto Rican and Dominican hybrid. Food. Yeah, that's all we know, unfortunately. Well, I grew up in Washington Heights. There's nothing but Dominicans out there. Same. Well, it, well you, plus you grew up, plus what you call it, that's all the Spanish food you have. To get anything outside of Puerto Rican Dominican, you got to go to Queens. I know you got to go to, Mof you get Mofongo, and then you get Mongo. Word, yeah. You get platanos every day. That's how these Dominican baseball players do. They eat platanos and they get strong. That's their steroids. So, and some money soñando also. Yeah, that's too. I don't eat that. We might, we might as well just do a foodie episode next. Yeah, let's just yeah, do let's that. Talk about food. I know about um, food. We can talk uh, about look, that can, all day long. Look, we can, we, can, we can add that as an extra episode. Just do a foodie episode. So, fuck, that's delicious. We'll just say some, we'll just reword it or something. We'll spin it. <laughs> that's what we call the MWO. Call it, call it Foodie World Order. FWO. <laughs> FWO. Foodie World Order. I mean, I'm down for that idea. I'm down for any outlandish, crazy idea that might just work. I mean, you know, foodie world order. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Well, we'll book it. Anywho, guys, appreciate you guys. Have a good one. Have a good night. No problem. We will see you guys. Uh, viewers, we'll see you guys this Sunday on MWO Watch Along. Uh, for those who are interested in wanting to join in on Friday, it is by invitation only. Shoot me a message. Doesn't matter what social media. Um, I will respond as quickly as possible, and we will do the Friday nights. They usually start at uh, 10 o'clock, and uh, we just go from there. It's usually myself, J-Rod, Logan Slater, um, Craig Classic, Joel, if you're not rolled up in a cocoon like Sunday, you're more than welcome to join. <laughs> I was tired, son. Yeah, but but you know what? Me and, me and J-Rod the other day was talking about how dedicated you were just to get on the show because, you know, this dude was rolled up half asleep still on the show. But I told you I was going to be on this, so I had to, you know, it was a marathon. It's not a sprint. And plus me, it was my birthday. so yeah. And it was, it was J-Rod's birthday. So that says a lot. You know, and that's what we want in terms of 
people to work behind the scenes and on the show with Mike World Order. I'm not looking for any part-timers. I'm looking for someone who's hashtag all in. That being said, see you guys next Wednesday. Good fight. Good night. Bang. Too sweet. Deville. <laughs>